Blog Talk Radio.
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk old lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for their lust. Blindly passing, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his mark. for the opportunity to be able to be in your presence, to be able to use technologies to unite us across the world and to be able to touch people's lives and um, just awaken them to the things that are happening across the world. Father, we thank you for everything that we've been given by your grace and that we are able to draw in closer to you, even though, um, you know, the, the times are very difficult and we struggle sometimes to be able to handle, uh, you know, the emotional uh, impact of the dynamics that are occurring across the world. But we praise you for the opportunity to be able to just give you glory and praise and honor and and thank you for the days that we're in right now and to be able to share these things with people to help them to be able to awaken to the things that are happening across the world we thank you father god in every way that uh you have uh, given us uh through your mercy through your incredible mercy and awesome grace to endure uh, the days that we're in right now. And we just thank you for that, Father. We thank you for our discernment that you have given us. We thank you for your wisdom that you have uh, bestowed upon us. We thank you for your anointing, Father God, that has come down upon us. We thank you, Father, for everything that is a part of our lives, all the many miracles, all the, the, the things that, you know, a lot of the things that we'll miss if we don't look for them. And we just, you know, Father, we just, we don't understand it. We don't. We don't understand why we were chosen. We don't understand why we're in the days that we're in right now. But every time we touch somebody else's life, every time we say one little thing that helps to awaken one more person to the godliness of the dynamics that are happening right now across the world, not just the news. Not just the uh, the the donkey pox versus the GOP, not just the false flags that are happening, but Father, 
to be able to touch people and to help them to be able to see that these things are the things that you warned us about. These are the things, Jesus, that you told us were going to happen. To be able to read the Bible and see it like a newspaper, to be able to share that dynamic, that, 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 that revelation with people that uh, may not see it, not now, maybe not now, but are starting to awaken and to awaken more, a greater, a much more humongous remnant bride than possibly was ever even conceived before there was time. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you for having incredible mercy upon us as we struggle to go through the things that we're having to go through. The, 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 oh my goodness, the, the, the list is so huge. The husbands, the wives, the families that are breaking up, the awful things that are happening, the health issues that are occurring. Father, we just pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, that you will save the souls of all of the people that we pray for. Save the souls and touch the people that need to be touched. Heal those who need to be healed, that we might be able to stand before you, Father God, in a glorious way in the days ahead. As the days grow darker, that we will rise up as part of that bride and rise up and touch more and more and more people's lives before the barley harvest occurs. We thank you, Jesus, and we pray Luke 21:36 O Lord our God heavenly Father let us be found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before you Lord Jesus in Jesus name we pray and thank you Father God thank you amen Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I just woke up. Um, admittedly, uh, 
Um, I uh, took some time down, some downtime today, and I uh, fell <laughs> I fell asleep, and um, I'm just kind of waking up. Um, so uh, if I seem a little discombobulated, then I am. Uh, praise God. But anyway, I'll, I'll catch up. I'll get it. I'll, I'll get it together. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. But anyway, um, so uh, we did not get a confirmation from Brother Zen yet um, uh, that he would join us tonight. But I think he will. Um, a lot of times he comes in kind of, you know, a little bit late. Um, uh, Joy, we did get a confirmation from Sister Joy. So that's good. Um, and um, anyway, we got a lot to talk about tonight. I mean, the things that are going on are absolutely, they're crazy. They're crazy insane. Um, I'm still getting uh, communications and text messages and uh, uh, you name it from a wide array of electronic, um, we'll just call it uh, communications conduits. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it it is um, it's noteworthy. Um, we are under humongous attack. There is no doubt about it. Not just us, but also um, you know the listeners of the program uh, are going through a lot of pretty horrible things. Um, and um, I you know I just praise God. You know it, it it's not all happening at the same time. Which is understandable, but it is it, it's kind of happening in you know um, I don't know what you call it like almost like um, you know something really bad will happen to me, then something really bad will happen to Sister Nancy, then something really bad will happen to you know Sister Vera, and then something really bad will happen to Mary Lee, and you know and the different people that are helping us with the program, um, and uh, you know we're just all kind of uh, punching our way through it. Praise God. So um, you know I. I, I the radio show seems to be stable-ish, all right? So little by little, praise Jesus, um, uh, you know, uh, I've been in the process of trying to move data around, and that's like, you know, unbelievably difficult <laughs> because when you're dealing with terabytes of data, when you're trying to move uh, terabytes of data from a backup to another location, let me tell you something. If it's two terabytes of data, that's like days of time. I don't care how long or how fast or how whatever, when when you're doing it, it's like days of time. And so you have to like, you know, go like, uh, well, you know, uh, you know, and not touch your computer, not do anything, that'll, not reboot it, don't do anything, because you're trying to move the data around so that you're able to do proper backup. So anyway, I'm in the middle of that right now. I just got a uh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I just got this is technologically amazing, really, when you think about it. But I just got a, get this, a 16 terabyte, <laughs> a 16 terabyte drive that really is so small, I could fit it in, 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 a, in a dress shirt pocket without anybody even knowing that it's there. It's very, very small. Um, uh, it's an SSD, you know, what, what, you know, for, I, I've had, I've had people tell me that they like it. Some people don't understand these things and I understand that. I get that. Okay. But some people do understand these things. And evidently the people that do understand these things are fascinated by the things that I'm sharing when I'm talking about these things, but whatever. Um, uh, the, uh, yeah. So I just purchased a 16 terabyte drive that is so small that, um, I, I have a difficult time explaining to you how small it is. It's very small, um, and uh, it's amazing. It's a it's a, uh, a solid state device, and I'm going to try to use that 
to kind of like do a triple backup um, because the lightning thing is unpredictable. Um, if, you know, if we continue to have more and more, um, you know, I've, I've had people tell me like, Oh, what did you do wrong, John, to upset the Lord, you know, to, uh, that you would have even gotten, you know, affected by a lightning bolt. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, uh, just a couple of houses away from me, a lightning bolt hit the house directly. The fire department came. The place was on fire. Um, I just got a residual hit. And then, of course, I was down for a little bit longer of a time because of the um, the gigantic beehive that Satan put right on the – I don't know what you want to call it, but it's, a, it's some kind of distribution panel that uh, Spectrum uses. Now, I, I, I came really close to moving back over to Frontier because I couldn't stand being down so long. But um, uh, it, 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 Frontier, I, I like them. They, you know, in the beginning, they're really good. All right. When you start out with Frontier, you're like, you know, oh, my gosh, this is the fastest. This is amazing. This is it. You're, you're like, wow, why didn't I do this earlier? But then six months later, when you're on automatic, you know, when you're when you're on auto payment, they will double your price and you won't see it coming. You'll be like looking at it going like, what, what is this bill? What is this bill? You know, it was a hundred and X, Y, Z dollars. And now it's like $280. And so, um, so I left them and went back to spectrum because, you know, for obvious reasons. And, um, Anyway, praise God. Um, it's just been a, um, I don't want to call it a nightmare because it re- I had a nightmare. I don't dream, but I did have kind of a nightmare. Um, was it last night? I'm not really sure. But to me, a nightmare is when I have a dream about me being around women. <laughs> now, you might be like, okay, come on, John, you know, for real. And no, I'm serious about it. I mean, you know, being uh, celibate for, you know, a decade and all that, that's a nightmare to me. And I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I don't want anything to do with that. And um, so, uh, you know, that I, I couldn't believe I actually had it. And I woke up and I was like, you know, and it wasn't, you know, explicit or anything like that. But it was just the idea that, you know, is like a dream about, you know, all these different women or whatever wanting to date me or something like that. So it was something along that line. And to me, that's a nightmare. And so I was like, you know, I was waking up. I was like, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke this. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. Devil, get out. Get out of my life. Uh, Because that is not the kind of thing that you want to deal with when you're in my situational dynamic, you know, life dynamic. All right. Well, anyway, praise God. So I, you know, I woke up today and I was like, oh, man, I was all groggy. And, um, you know, I, uh, I, I, I admittedly had a big dinner, you know, yesterday, which I shouldn't have had. And, uh, you know, and so I slept like a baby, which, of course, comes along with it. And <laughs> I had that dream and I was like rebuking devil. And, um, you know, then today I was like, OK, well, I, I looked into the, you know, the things that are happening out there, the news and things. And I was like, OK, well, it's all about Trump for the most part. I mean, really, when you think about it, all the things that Jesus warned us about in the Olivet Discourse, those things continue to move forward and increase in intensity while the 
news dribble, the narrative on the news dribble um, shifts to the left, shifts to the right, uh, says this, says that, you know, FBI raid, uh, you know, whatever. uh, You can't trust any of it. I dumped uh, Fox. I dumped uh, CNN. I, 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 you know, um, it's a long story, but I'm not going to get into it. It's not that there isn't value there, but they make you pay. The cable companies make you pay this um, exorbitant price. Something to, you know, something like a hundred and some dollars to have their lineup just so you can get Fox and CNN. And I'm like, I don't need that. I'll I'll just go ahead and get it as it comes in via other uh, alerts and things that I have set up on my phone, this, that, and the other thing. But the bottom line is, of course, the big news, which it ought to be. It ought to be. The big news is the whole FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. Now, I had a conversation. I mentioned this in a testimony regarding uh, on the uh, Friday night prayer vigil. I uh, gave testimony about an impossible uh, series of circumstances that have gone all the way back to 1998 and have led to this like really big project that I have at work with somebody who another person, not so this will be the third person at work that is completely awake and aware. This particular person is uh, assigned to me on this project, and I found out that she's an expert, uh, very well-trained, and I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus, because if she was anything less than that, we'd be doomed because the project is unbelievably complicated. All right, so anyway, all that being said, the miracle of all of that occurring I shared on the Friday Night Prayer Vigil um, as a testimony because it's impossible. It's absolutely, utterly, unbelievably impossible, not to mention that the individual I come to find out as we were doing cross-training and synchronizing tactics on on how we're going to deal with this incredibly huge global customer um, uh, you know, I, we were having these conversations and she's like, oh yeah, my dad knew, uh, Ralph Epperson and he made us, uh, he, he, he gave us the books, you know, the new world order, the unseen hand. And I'm like thinking to myself, okay, wait a minute, this is impossible. Not only is it impossible that I was assigned this person and not only, not only is it impossible that nobody knew to tell me that this person was an expert in the stuff I needed this person to be an expert in to help me, but then I find out that she knows Ralph Epperson and she's, you know, the New World Order, the whole thing. She even said, uh, as I mentioned, in, in, you know, in the, in the uh, testimony on uh, Friday night, she even said she was like, um, I don't even believe it. She said that in, given Trump's um, you know, the the amount of money he's worth, the the places that he hangs out, you know, the all that. She believes that he's in on it. And I was thinking, you know what, that's fascinating because that's very advanced. That's very advanced. All right. Now, don't get me wrong. I see um multiple levels of a challenge that is occurring right now. I've mentioned many times that if Trump is in on it, that, um, uh, you know, they could fake his death 
and then ultimately, you know, roll him into the underground base, uh, the underground, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't, the train system, the uh, Rand um, uh, Magneto Leviton train system that's underneath the White House, and then roll him up to Mount Weather and do kind of like an Epstein deal with him. While we're all looking at the casket and saying, oh, no, Donald Trump has died. And then in the meantime, there's civil war breaking out. Now, I thought it was all going to roll over to 2024, even though the propheticness of the movie They Live and how they came into this like room of elites at the very end of the movie. Um, and 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 the the elite said that you know essentially that they had to take over all the the world and do all this global reset stuff that you know terminology that we have today, um, uh, uh, you know by 2024, a movie that was made in 1988. So that gives it even more uh, credence uh, as far as its prophetic meaning. So if 2024 is the turning point and we have all these dynamics happening with Mar-a-Lago, blah, 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 the FBI being weaponized, all this other stuff that's going on, and you realize that there's not just 33 degrees of the Scottish Rite and the uh, Masonic Lodge, but you also really, for those who have been deep on the inside of it, claim that it goes even to a hundred levels when you understand those different levels are applicable to um you know what we see going on right now you don't really know what level trump is at but it is reasonable to assume possibly that he is maybe in on it um and then uh to whatever degree and then if that be the case then you know ushering him away on a uh, you know underground train to uh, uh, Mount Weather and kind of like pulling him out of the picture like they did with Epstein. And we, we're, you know, and, and, and we don't even know what's going to happen. You know, the, the, the list is so big. So anyway, um, uh, you know, we're watching the things that are happening right now. Um, I admit, and I will, I will say this straight up. Um, I was pretty deeply troubled uh, by some uh, – I was listening to some um, commentary, we'll say, uh, from uh, uh, you know, uh, InfoWars, and I think they might be right. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, I think they might be right. Um, I, I woke up early today. I was up, uh, I don't know, 5 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. And I was uh, listening very quietly in the darkness, you know, as I was praying and talking to the Lord. And um, they were saying that um, they believed ultimately that the, what is it, 87,000? Are you kidding me? That is a like Buccaneer Stadium full of IRS agents. Now, um, and I just took some BP meds, and it makes my mouth very dry. Hold on. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, trying to wake up from a – boy, I was sound asleep. Anyway, so, um, so 87,000, 87,000. I mean, please, think about that. That's ridiculous. That's what Hitler would do if he was going to hire or create – 
an agency such as what's known as the Gestapo. Now, what's fascinating is I was listening to commentaries of various experts that have been awake and aware to all the dynamics that are happening in the, the uh, destruction of the United States, the, the, the uh, utter destruction of the republic. Um, and they, they had actually used that analogy. They said that these uh, IRS agents are essentially going to be the new Gestapo. They're even arming them. I mean, why in the world would you publicly come out and tell the Ameri- you know, whoever's listening in, 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 you know, uh, to, to the news reports, because it's all over the world. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, we're talking about, you know, depending on what channel you listen to or what time you might be listening to it, you'll hear. And then, of course, you have Fox being pitted against CNN, but you really know that they're both in it together. And... It's 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 very very confusing confu- confusing and it's intended to be that way, okay? Which we see, uh, you know, where people are going to and fro and bouncing here and there and all that kind of thing, you know, the the implication of uh, Daniel twelve, all right, uh, that knowledge will increase and you know all that. So, but the confusion dynamic is intended. It's order out of chaos. Order out of chaos, okay? I'm not going to get into the, the, all the details of the Hegelian dialectic, but the point is that the more chaos, and I, I could, I, you know, I could say, you know, the, the, you know, the, uh, uh, the protocols of the learned elders of Lucifer, really, which Zen is a incredible expert on, the, um, the dynamics are actually in play right now. They want us to be so confused, bouncing off the walls, not knowing who to believe, what to believe, and not only that, but – and it's fascinating, too, because we've been stuck in a trap associated with, you know, associated with our own belief systems. Okay, so you have churchianity that for the last, I don't know, 40, 50, 60 years or more um, has been um, going off in its own directions with 33,000 different denominations and confusing God's people worse than anything. And then you have now uh, – uh, media, uh, many, 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 many different media outlets that are saying almost the same thing, but just with enough of a twist to make you sit there and scratch your head and go, okay, is this really happening? What is going on? Uh, you know, is Trump being uh, set up? And it's it's on the edge. That's the thing that's so weird about it is, um, and it's just like I would have expected it to be. Now, do I do I have a feeling one way or the other about Trump? No, I don't. I really don't. I'm I'm not, you know, I I appreciate what my coworker said regarding that she felt that because of his, you know, the amount of, you know, the amount of money that he was worth and you know, the uh people and places that he hangs out with and all that kind of thing that, that she just believed that he had to be at a higher level. Now, you you've got the family that is uh, that exists in, in uh, Washington D.C. But the problem is we're dealing with so many different levels. Is Trump at the thirty-four? You know, is he thirty-third degree Mason? Mason? Does he is he not a Mason at all? Was he indoctrinated by this, that, or the other thing? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know what level he's at. 
We know that in the world of Kennedy, Kennedy and the Onassis, Kennedy and the Onassis families were both part of the top Illuminati, the top 13 Illuminati families in the United States. All right. Well, actually, uh, the 13 Illuminati families, uh, uh, trans, they, they move across the whole world, the, you know, the top 13 with the Ling family in China, et cetera. And then we know about the Romanovs in Russia, and they don't always get along together. And even the WEF has come out and complained, you know, and essentially said, well, it's really a great thing that we're all starting to, you know, all of us elites are starting to see things, you know, the same way and we're getting on the same page, uh, you know, and this, that, and the other thing, uh, which, by the way, lines up with Robert Vandreas Mitchell, who it, who had brought to my attention that uh, the Romanoff, uh, Ling, and uh, the uh, uh, Rothschild and um, uh, Rockefeller Illuminati families weren't all seeing eye to eye. Which, of course, would slow down the progression, their progression or the plan to go to this global reset, which is ultimately another word for the new world order. All right. Praise God. So it, it gets very, very confusing and you don't really know what level any person might be at or if they're in on it at all. We know that we know that they eat their young so that 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 explains why somebody like John F. Kennedy could be shot. Similarly, they eat their young, which would explain why, you know, Trump could be eliminated. Um, but at the same time, is he in on it enough at a high enough level that they would Epstein him and disappear him and put a body double and that, you know, and kind of like evacuate him into an underground base or whatever the case is. And if, if that is the case, then that underscores how very, very close we are right now to the um, uh, to the end, to the end. Now, when I say to the end, I'm talking about for us, the barley harvest. I'm talking about um, and I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm getting some communications. OK, hold on. I want to make sure because I, I, I don't have uh, the full group of people that help me uh, check sound. So I'm just going to believe and go on with it. Hold on a second. I can have some bubbly here. <laughs> I love bubbly. This one here is, let me see. This is a mango bubbly. Hold on a second. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the bubbly. Uh, kids, you like bubbly? You like it, don't you? You do. All right. All right. Praise God. So, um, yeah, we're in a weird place. Um, uh, even the prophecies, the prophets are all over the map. Um, I had somebody uh, rate me, uh, had a weird name associated with her email, blah, 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 this, uh, you know. And they were like, well, why don't you consider this? Why don't you consider that? Why don't you consider this? I'm like, because it ain't in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. If it's not in the Bible, I'm not going to consider it. Simple as that. All right. So uh, hold on a second. I, I just want to double check. Uh, sound is great. Uh, thank you, Sister Nancy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, Sister Vera is um, uh, not able to join us right away. 
Um, and, uh, you know, I'm not going get, to get, get into details about whatever, you know, what everybody's going through, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Praise God. And um, uh, I, I'm just happy. I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled that um, I'm thrilled that God has given me the, 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 the right person to help me conquer this incredibly complicated job that I have been given. I praise God that um, it's a big dollar job. So um, as they're rearranging and reorging the company, it's, it reduces, doesn't eliminate, but it reduces the likelihood that they, they would want to get rid of me. Um, I thank you all for your prayers, and I do pray on my knees, oftentimes in tears, um, asking God for fiery hedges of, of protection uh, to be uh, placed around every single person that even mentions me in a prayer. And uh, a tenfold anointing upon their lives, their families, uh, protection of angels and all that. And I think it's very important. I think, I think right now the days that we're in today uh, demand us uh, – and I could, I could sit here. I could just you know, roll off this scripture, that scripture. I could do a whole one-hour you know, scripture-a-thon. Uh, but you know, I think anybody – that is part of the body of Christ that is um, awake and aware at the level that we're at would know instinctively, for lack of a better term, uh, spiritually, that now is the time that we all need to be praying for one another more than ever before. More than ever before. That doesn't mean that doesn't get us off the hook for, uh, you know, not, you know, for, for you know, we got to pray for the lost as well. Then that needs to be part of our daily uh, supplications before God. And anyway, so that's where we are right now. We're at a place right now, I believe, uh, that aligns to what Jesus warned us about in the Olivet Discourse and other places like I think it's, was it Luke 10 or something? Or maybe Matthew 10. I'm not sure. And I don't want to pull up the, the text. I got it. But um, as a matter of fact, hold on a second. Let me just click on this just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. All right. Um, I, I, I'm actually getting to a point where the computer's starting to work well enough where I can bring up, uh, you know, uh, uh, applications and stuff uh, that without blowing the thing sky high and getting a blue screen to death. Uh, thank you, Jesus. But um, here, let me see if I can find it. Right oh, yeah, yeah. Matthew ten thirty-five to 39. For I have come to set man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man uh, and a man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. That is one of the most unbelievably pregnant scriptures, and I will use that term because I don't know what else to use, but that has so much depth in its meaning that words can't describe. If there is anything that you would use, any scripture that you would use to set your mind right with Jesus as your first love, it's Matthew ten thirty-five 
35 to 39. And what's fascinating is that's happening now. It reads like a newspaper. Now, I don't, I'm not saying that, that that didn't happen in the past. I'm sure it did. But now, more than ever, ever before. And um, I, I get uh, communications from people all over the world. Uh, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I can't, I don't really, I can't really, I don't have the luxury of being able to just like blurt out names. But I'm just telling you, folks, that um, it is so common right now that when a person awakens to the things that are happening across the world, the things that are happening with the World Economic Forum, the dynamics associated with the shape-shifting reptilians, the, the uh, propheticness associated with a lot of the movies like They Live, all these things. When we awaken to these things, um, then uh, then and we start to share them, that that we you know our our husbands, our wives, they will leave us. You know they might not come right out. In some cases, they'll just come right up to you and say like what happened to me. They'll come right up to you and they'll say, uh, I just don't see God the way that you see God. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, and then next thing you know, that you, you hear they're talking to somebody on the Internet in the middle of the night and blah, blah, blah. And somebody in your family comes and lets you know, which is what happened to me. So but I'm still friends with my ex-wife. This was decades ago or slightly more than a decade ago now um but i'm seeing this happening I, I seem to have the persecutions and the trials and the tribulations the things that happen to me seem to be they seem to happen a little bit before they start happening to other people now i don't know why that is except that the scripture says or you know and i'd have to go digging for it but really the way it works is in order for a person to be able to help another person they have to go through it it's the whole teen challenge dynamic. You know, uh, you know, if you've been uh, an ex-drug addict, you're a great, you know, if you're, if you're saved by the blood of Jesus and you used to be a drug addict, well, guess what? You're a great witness to the people that have those problems now, right? So um, it's almost like I have to go through for whatever reason. I don't know. But these things first, and then I start to see fellow believers that, you know, listeners, listeners of the show that, and this, that, and the other thing, and I'm getting communications from people that are, you know, uh, confirming things. But the, the point is that um, it's like I go through it, and then right after that, sadly, I start to see, uh, you know, get, get emails, get uh, text messages, whatever the case is, of people that are going through the same stuff or worse. And um, and or a lot worse in some cases, and I won't get into that. I mean, deaths and horrible things. So anyway, but um, it it puts me in a it, a unique position to be able to talk to them and to encourage them, and and that's really kind of how God works. God wants each and every one of us to awaken to a place wherever that is. We don't know where, you know, everybody doesn't automatically just wake up one day and suddenly become an expert on shape-shifting reptilians, okay, you know, it's, or aliens or, or intergalactic God or, or pre-existence or any of that kind of stuff. We don't just, like, suddenly become an expert on it. You know, it takes time, and we got to move, you know, in our own 
interesting way we have to move up the rungs of the ladder. I don't like to parallel it or compare it to the evil side of the world, uh, you know, and, and the levels of masonry and the levels of the Scottish Rite and all that kind of stuff. But they, they're in the same dynamic. In, in our walk, we have to grow in Christ, and we not, we're not going to grow in Christ by sitting in a church. You're not going to. You never will. You'll get stuck right where they're at, and that's where you'll be. And, uh, you know, according to gazillions of uh, testimonies um, of people that have been taken to heaven and seen the uh, barley harvest rapture, the first one, um, it's a very small number, something like 2% of the church that's going to actually be raptured in the barley harvest. But then there will be then as the darkness is rising, and this is this is the thing that a lot of people just can't get their heads around. They can't people cannot get their heads around two things happening at once. You know, I had one person just writing me over and over again. Well, well, you know, I believe that there's got to be a revival. I believe that you know there's going to has to be a huge revival of Jesus. Uh, you know, before all this other stuff starts, you know, happening. And I'm like, no, that is not what the Bible says. That is absolutely not what the Bible says. In reality, what happens is the darkness continues to rise so that the, pro- the prophecies and the words of Jesus and the words of uh, you know, what was shown to, to, to John the Revelator in his vision in Patmos in Revelation, those things are going to be happening in like super duper big time, okay, and that is going to drive the revival of the bride of Jesus Christ, okay. So that, so are we a little bit of, uh, you know, ahead of things? Yes, we are. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Why is that? Why is that? But the most important thing to get is that it happens in parallel. It happens just like the scrolls that are being rolled out right now in Revelation chapter 6. It happens in parallel. We have the second seal happening right now with the red army, the red horse, the red army, the red horse. Has it, you know, has it um, uh, grown to a point where the red army said, I can't take it anymore. I've been attacked and I'm going to come and move across uh, Europe and I'm going to take over. Uh, it's Istanbul, like was uh, prophesied by, you know, by the Vilna Gaon, you know, whatever. I don't know. You know, is uh, is Jack Van Impey? Where are you, Jack Van Impey? Jack Van Impey, where are you? Okay, oh, wait a minute, kids, kids, kids. I know y'all like Jack Van Impey. I get it, but I'm just saying that I have sitting across from me his album, The War with Russia. Okay, that came out, I think, around about nineteen seventy or so. I listened to that in my bedroom on a Pioneer stereo system with a record player, call it what you will. Uh, uh, you know, and I bought it. I bought it, and it came in the mail. And I listened to it. I have that same album sitting across from me right now. So was he right? Probably so. When is it going to happen? Well, the Vilna Gaon, who is this blind, you know, I don't know, seer or something, you know, whether it's satanic or godly, I don't know, but saw, you know, 
uh, you know, Russia, uh, basically the Vilna Gaon had said uh, in one of her uh, visions that she had that when Russia you know, moves into Istanbul, uh, you know, the capital of Turkey, uh, that you need to don your uh, Sabbath clothing, which, of course, to them, unbeknownst to them, is ultimately the Antichrist. Okay, so it gets a little bit twisted and weird to try to figure it out. But really, when you see all these things happening, I mean, we're living in the midst of all these things that we've been talking about for the last 11 years. That's the thing that's so mind bending, mind shocking, mind twisting. I mean, it's like it's it's astonishing. It's stupefying. It's stupefying to realize that in 2000, by 2011, I had written over 420 articles. We've done 4,000 radio shows. And for the most part, we've been wondering, when are these things going to happen? And they're happening now. Um, when I uh, was listening to um, InfoWars and some of the, um, uh, yeah, you know, uh, broadcast information they were putting out they were talking about the 87,000 is that the right number um uh armed you know carrying 45s can you imagine an IRS agent okay doing uh an audit on you and the person is armed to shoot you dead oh come on please this is absolutely ridiculous this is the gestapo this is and and it's been said. I'm I didn't invent that term, but I uh, maybe I in a way, let's just put it this way. I've never equated it to the IRS. I wouldn't have guessed it would be the IRS. But obviously it is. You don't arm an IRS agent. So anyway, the point that um uh the dialogue on uh Infowars had made was that uh, it was a big picture point. The big picture point was that by virtue of hiring 87,000 IRS agents and arming them, you are creating a Gestapo. Okay, are you hearing me? So when when you equate or parallel or I don't know how you – when you line up all the things that are happening right now to where we already know we are going, it's alarming. But the vast majority of people in the world don't see it. They're wherever they are. You know, they're in France, they're in Germany, they're in the Netherlands. If they're in the Netherlands, they're seeing, you know, riots and stuff in the streets because the farmers are just flipping out for all the right reasons. That you know, but it does, you know, Colombia, different things, Ecuador, uh, other riots. Uh, you know, there are things happening all over the world, and they're disconnected. They're not for the same reason, which, by the way, is part of the protocols of the learned elders of Zion, which really is the learned elders of Lucifer, if you ask me, because we're not talking about the real chosen people of God. We're talking about the Jews that are not Jews, the Zelenskys of the world, the Nazis of the world, and the WEFs 
of the world, the elites of the world, and the Illuminati families coming together for a unified agenda, which is ultimately to usher in the Great Tribulation. You can call it the Global Reset. You can call it whatever you want to. But when people don't understand the Holy Bible, when they don't know the actors, the players, you know, uh, if you read the Bible as kind of like a uh, screenplay, then you have to understand who are the foolish virgins, who are the tribulation saints, who are these different people that played, you know, what is the barley harvest, what is the wheat harvest, what is the grape harvest? You've got to get it all together so that you know who's who, who's who in the zoo. And then you're able to map it back to all the weird, creepy, uh, twisted, upside down, uh, you know, like it says in Isaiah 29, uh, they will turn everything upside down. And that's exactly what's going on right now. But the problem is it is so confusing, and it's all happening at one time. So it's not just a perfect storm. It's a perfect multiple hurricane dynamic. It's like, a, you know, it's unbelievable. And it's very, very difficult uh, to be able to discern it. And if you haven't been spending time like, thank you, Jesus, I have for the last uh, 10, 11 years um, buried in the New Testament and Revelation and mapping all these different things that were happening or projected to happen through prophecies, dreams and visions to the Bible, you wouldn't, you know, that's the foundation there's your foundation. Now you're able to listen to a prophecy and know that that prophet is talking about the people that are being cast into the Great Tribulation. They're not talking about the people that are going to be rescued in the barley harvest. But if you don't know who the different players are in the screenplay of the Holy Bible, it is God's movie. And if we don't know who is who are the players in the movie, we're not able to be – we can't map it. And so it looks like total confusion, which it is. And then, um, and then we're sitting there, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're in a bad situation because, I mean, it, it, as the body of Christ. And so you have not only 33,000 different denominations and uh, 100, you know, uh, 195 major countries, 243 uh, countries with when you include the island nation countries. Um, and then you, you put that all together and it's, it's absolutely Chaos beyond any – you can't put it into words, the amount, of, the amount of chaos. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Order out of chaos. Order out of chaos. And this is exactly what is in the progress, what is in progress of happening right now. All right? So what, what – so as we're trying to piece together all of these dynamics – Remembering, trying desperately, really, thank you, Jesus, to remember that while our, it, that sleight of hand is occurring, that protocols of the learned elders of Zion sleight of hand is in progress, trying to sort that out while at the same time remembering that the volcanoes are increasing. The the um, the geological uh, events are increasing. The fires are increasing. The temperatures are increasing. The ice shelves are gone. I mean, the, the day after tomorrow, think about it. 
10 years ago you had John Moore telling everybody about the approach of Nibiru and Planet X and uh you know and 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 holding up the the movie the day after tomorrow as you know his um example extraordinaire okay uh of movies that were prophetic regarding Planet X and in that movie, in the beginning of the movie, uh, uh, it talks about the Larson B ice shelf beginning to crack, beginning to melt. It's gone. The Larson B ice shelf is long gone. You have the um, the, the visionary, uh, N- Nicholas um, the Seer, or otherwise known as Nicholas von Rendsburg from the uh, late, I believe, early 1900s, uh, late 1800s, who was shown the, the the First World War, the Second World War, the Third World War. Okay, which aligns, of course, to what was shown to uh, by Lucifer to um, uh, Albert Pike. Okay. And Albert Pike wrote a letter to Giuseppe Mazzini about the First World War, the Second World War, the Third World War. So when everything starts to line up, it's time to pay attention. And Nicholas von Rensburg, or Nicholas de Seer, uh, who is from Africa, a uh, very godly man, people asked him, he said, I've said this many times, and I will say it again and again and again, forever I will say it until we're out of here. He was shown the first, second, and third world war, and people were very fascinated about the weirdness of World War III because when somebody's seeing these things in the early 1900s, they're like, what is that? And they said, when is that going to happen? And he said, when the ice melts. Well, gosh, folks, the Larson B ice shelf is gone. The Larson uh, C ice shelf, I'm pretty sure, is gone, and I'm almost positive that the D shelf is almost gone as well. Uh, But I'd have to go and research that to be absolutely positive. But the point is, the ice melting concept, the World War III, the things, and and, and by the way, Nicholas von Rensburg didn't miss a trick. Everything that he was shown by God happened. See, that's, hello, uh, McFly, you know, McFly, McFly, you know, we've got to awaken to the fact that we've been told these things by God already in detail. And that is exceedingly important because we're in the midst of it. And the Bible is reading like a, um, uh, like a, uh, uh, hold on a second. Okay, I'm getting pinged here. All right. um, uh, The Bible is reading like a newspaper, but you got to know the newspaper. If you haven't read the newspaper, then you can't look around you and go, oh, my gosh, look at all these things that are happening right now and say, wow. uh, And then you can't witness very well either. You you know, but you got to be gentle, you know, in your witnessing skills. You know, you got to ask questions. Doesn't this look a little bit like this? What do you think? Could this be this? Ask it in the form of a question and, and then you plant the seed. We all got to be planting the seeds. We all got to be praying for one another. We all got to be using spiritual warfare tactics in our lives. We all got to be dealing with that which is almost impossible to deal with. And I say that because it is emotionally crushing. 
It is, you know, Ecclesiastes uh, 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 one. Oh, I got to get all my Bible stuff up and running. But Ecclesiastes, it's not Ecclesiastes one nine. It's Ecclesiastes. Oh, doggone it! Um, uh, hold on a second. Oh, I. Uh, hold on a second. And I got people pinging me, man. People are awakening all over the place and are talking to me. You don't even realize I'm on a radio show. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, uh, 714, I think it is. Uh, but anyway, let me, let me just see. Um, hold on. I want to get it to, to you. I Like I said, I'm still loading. I'm still going through a lot of rebuilding of the computer after the lightning strike. So I don't have all my tools available to me. But I think it's a e- Ecclesiastes 714. Let me just double check. Uh, no, that's the one where it says, "In the day of prosperity, be joyful." But in the day when, when the day is dark, uh, recognize that both of them come from God. Okay, so the goodness and the uh, the, the good and the bad come from from the Lord, which of course echoes um, Jesus's word, where he said, "It rains on the just and the unjust." All right, so I'm I'm not gonna um yeah I, I've got some people that have awakened and they are pinging me like crazy right now and they don't realize I'm live on the air, so unfortunately I'm still gonna have to I'm gonna have to go ahead and kill their communication with me because it's distracting me. I apologize. All right, praise God, thank you Jesus. So anyway, uh, let me go ahead and shrink this down. I'll kill that screen. Bring up over this screen. Um, but right now, what we're seeing happening is, well, it's, um, it's, uh, well, it, it's what everybody says it is. Uh, when you, when you li- I don't, not everybody, but the pundits, the Breitbarts, the ultra white, um, let me think of right wing GOP Republican. I'm talking about the really the ones that aren't compromised. And it's hard to tell who is and who isn't. But when you look at the things that are happening right now with Mar-a-Lago and all that, and you know the whole story behind it, um, and boy, is that hard. That's a real hard story to get your arms around. But when you do, you realize that it's all part of that... What's the word? Um, screenplay that our Heavenly Father has put together. Um, it's his movie. It's the movie dialogue is in metaphorical, metaphorically in some cases and literally in other cases part of the Holy Bible. But you have to know the New Testament. If you you know, uh, I was very fortunate where I went through the Old Testament. Uh, an untold number of years ago through audio Bible, okay, because that is a very time-consuming activity. And then I dropped everything and started to go hardcore New Testament and Revelation as a specialization. And that's like 10 years ago. And then I started to take um, prophecies, dreams, visions, testimonies of people that have been on the radio show. The list goes on and on over, you know, the last 11 years, over 4,000 radio shows. And I started to map it back to the Bible. So my foundation for all the things that the Lord has blessed me with understanding, it is founded in the Holy Bible. Now, there's lots of things that, that are going to happen that are not itemized 
literally in the Bible. Uh, as J. Vernon McGee made it made it very clear, he said, you know, everything that's in the Bible is true, but not everything is true is in the Bible. Uh, and that God has given us very, very few details. He said that in, in regard to our pre-existence, in regard to uh, pre-Adamic men, which he was talking about way back in the 50s and the 60s. And nobody, I can guarantee you, nobody had any idea what he's talking about. But he wrote it in his book, Through the Bible. So um, anyway, we're in it up to our neck. And we and a lot of people, most of our brothers and sisters out there do not realize it. I monitor CBN News. I have two sisters from the, uh, uh, you know, uh, Pledge of Allegiance, uh, crawl under your desk. The Russians are going to nuke us post-World War II, 20 years older than me. You say anything bad against, you know, you suggest that Donald Trump is in on it. And let me tell you something. They're going to come after you. They're going to have something to say. You're not going to be making any friends. They won't believe a word you say because they're from that generation. They're from the generation that the Russians were bad. We have to crawl under our desks. Uh, we're going to do a little, uh, you know, whoop, 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 red alert, red alert kind of thing. I pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States. I was Jane Fonda. I was born in 62. I was born when, you know, the whole Kent State and all that other stuff, and people were rebelling against Vietnam and all that. That's, you know, was that an accident? Was it an accident, or was it the divine providence of God? Was it Proverbs 30, 139, verse 16, Ephesians 3.20? Was it? Well, obviously. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I've got to have some more bubbly. Hold on. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Ah, hallelujah. Anyway, all right, I'm looking at the clock. We're going to be bringing Brother, hopefully Zen will join us tonight. I didn't get a confirmation from him, but I did from Joyce, so that's awesome. Um, and the time now is 8.05 p.m. on the east coast of the United States of Babylon the Great. And let's just go ahead and go into the news because there is a lot of it, and I'm going to run out of time. I always do. Um, let's see here. Okay, kids, are you ready? All right, praise God. Kids, I'm sure my wife has been putting glue on my weapons collection. She denies it, but I'm sticking to my, I don't like this one, guns. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even want to talk about those stupid things. Good Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, kids, if you boil a funny bone, it becomes a laughing stock. That's pretty humorous. <laughs> I know, it's high tech, I know. It's like, you know, you get, but you like it? All right, well, praise God. I know, that one That one was, uh, you know, biology major stuff. Kids, what sounds like a sneeze and is made out of leather? A chew, a shoe, get it? A shoe, a chew, a shoe, a chew. Come on, kids, work with me here. I, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm striking out tonight. No! Kids, why do you go to bed every night? Because your bed won't come to you. <laughs> okay. Come on, give me one here. Kids, wake up! 
Okay. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I thought I was going to complete str- – one more. Okay. How many apples grow on a tree, kids? Oh, we already covered this. All of them. Okay. But you already know that one. Right. Uh, we covered that one. I know. I'm still trying to get things caught up here on the computer here. And then we got that one. We covered that one. Uh, oh, yeah, we covered that one. Wow. Where do animals go to when, when their tails fall off? Where do animals go when their tails fall off? A store. <laughs> Retail store. Because they need another tail. Get it? Come on. All right. All right. No more of these complicated kids questions or kids kids jokes, right, kids? It's too confusing. Anyway, on that note, let's go into the news. Ooh, weird stuff. Kid, you know, folks, all things considered, I am kind of blown away that stuff hasn't progressed faster. I will say this. I will say this. Once I listened to the monologue from InfoWars regarding the 87,000 armed IRS agents being equated to the Gestapo and their intention of coming uh, uh, to us, to you, to me. And I looked at the Olivet Discourse and what Jesus said about, you know, you will be brought before magistrates. Uh, You know, don't worry about what what you're going to say. Let the Holy Spirit speak, all that kind of stuff. And I was looking at all that, and I was looking at January 6th, which we all know is false flag. Um, and I was like, that is heavy. So I made a decision to um, delete the evidence that I have that uh, January 6th was a uh, total false flag event. Now, um, so what I did was I – it doesn't mean that I've gotten rid of the video. So if you want to see it, you can see it. You can email me at jbaptist777 at gmail.com, and I'll let you see the video. But I decided – I thought it was a prudent, you know, wise as serpents, gentle as doves. So I decided – I thought to myself, well, rather than, you know, these armed IRS agents coming after me – why don't I take that one particular trigger article down from uh, tribulation-now.org and um, let people know over the audio, over the airwaves, if they want to see it, they can just email me at jbaptist777 at gmail.com, and I can hook you up. But I'm not going to leave it out there flaunting it in the public eye because they have very advanced supercomputer systems where they're able to find – now, I'm probably already on the list. For anyone who's been around for any period of time, you know about the red and blue lists. You know about the CIA true blue, not not the ones that are out there now, because if they're a whistleblower now, then guess what? They're not really a whistleblower. I'm sorry. I don't mean that to be a negative dig, but today... Think about it. It's 2022. This is not 1998. So when a whistleblower of the CIA would go underground in 1998 and leak information about a red and blue list, 
That's very different than a so-called quote, 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 whistleblower in 2022. When they're already being monitored by their cell phones, their emails, by all communications, by even their Telegram accounts, which everybody thinks is secure, which it isn't because the FBI is listening in on the Telegram account. I know that there are patriot groups out there that are talking about civil war. I am fully aware of it, but I am not dumb enough to join the patriot groups so I can get on the FBI's list to get taken away. I want to serve Jesus as long as I possibly can. And and you know what? And if I go, you know, and you might say, well, you have the protection of God. And you know what? I do have the protection of God. Hallelujah. However, I can have the protection of God, but that doesn't stop me from pouring lighter fluid over my head, lighting myself on fire, and running into a courthouse. You see what I'm saying? The point is that there are dynamics in play here where we are supposed to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves. And if you're wise as a serpent and you know that the serpents are looking for keywords, you know that the serpents are looking for anyone who would say anything negative against the January 6th. They're using January 6th, which is a total bunch of bunk, okay, but they're using it as an excuse to get rid of the Constitution. They're saying that never before in the history of the United States of America has there ever been an insurrection against the Capitol building of the United States of America. Therefore, this takes extraordinary measures. We must do things that are beyond that which is controlled under the Constitution. And that is the premise. That is the foundation of what they're doing. That's why they're arming 87,000 IRS agents to Gestapo, they're coming after us, folks. I don't mean to put the fear of God in you, but I hope in the name of Jesus that I am putting the fear of God in you because guess what? The truth is that when you fear God, you have no reason to fear anybody else. But you need to know your Bible, and most people don't. And if you knew your Bible, you would know that you're not supposed to put lighter fluid over your head, light your head on fire, and run into the courthouse. All right. So anyway, I took that down. So if you want you know, to be able to see it, you can email me. That's fine. Um, it's a lot more difficult for these entities, these shape-shifting reptilians of darkness and these ambassadors of the tares to be able to come after people who are truly wise as serpents. It makes it harder for them. Now, I, I want to serve God. This isn't an act of fear. This is an act of strategic. Uh, it, 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 it's a tactical measure on my end to reduce the likelihood that the forces of darkness would, you know, whatever. All right, over Jan 6. Okay, now now what's going to happen? What is going to happen in the days to come? Are they going, did they plant information? Are they going to put some, you know, nuclear launch codes or something inside of the stuff they took out of Mar-a-Lago and and then arrest Trump? Is that what they're going to do? 
Because if that happens, then the 1988 propheticness of the movie They Live actually comes alive because 2024 can actually be the beginning of, I don't know what you want to call it. I'm trying to think of what what it would be. It would be World War III. It would be Civil War. It would be the establishment of the Fourth Reich. It would be all the things that need – it would be the culmination of what we thought was going to happen back in 2015 with Obama. But Obama is at the helm right now. Obama is controlling the dynamics that are occurring from the World Economic Forum, from the House of Windsor. It is all coordinated through the Global Satanic Crime Syndicate. Okay, it is all happening now. Okay, so we've been talking about a black swan event that might kill the midterm elections. Guess what? Work in progress. WIP, that's your status report. It's moving faster than we thought. But the but how easy is it to become lost in the rhetoric and the blah blah and this that and the other thing and and not really recognize and that's why I just, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning I was sitting there in my prayer chair and I uh, fired up uh, InfoWars and I, I listened to Owen Schroyer and uh, he's under a heavy, heavy attack. Um, they don't really – InfoWars doesn't really understand the Bible very well at all, um, but they do have a role. They have a role um, just like other Christians have roles. Um, my role is to get us all out of here, off this alien demon infested rock. Thank you, Jesus, to get us out of here. I'm not, I don't get myself wound up and concerned about stuff that isn't related to us evacuating off this alien demon infested rock. So people will get, you know, they'll get their, be in their bonnet and they'll start slapping their head and they'll be like that. Johnny Baptist is a crazy person. He's, he doesn't focus on it. He doesn't do this and he doesn't do that. He's not talking about this and he's not talking about that. Well, the reason why I'm not talking about it is because it doesn't have anything to do with us getting out of here. If it has something to do with us getting out of here, that is vitally important. Vitally important. Our holiness, our righteousness, our practicing holiness and righteousness before God, examining in ourselves, examining in ourselves, and uh, and and uh, uh, you know, um, confessing of our sins continuously throughout the day, and being the tax collector in the parable of the tax collector and the Pharisee, understanding who we are, contrite spirit. God is close to those who have a contrite spirit. We are to be, not, not just to read Matthew 5, but we are to be the Beatitudes. That's who we are. Humble, contrite, um, uh, loving, kind, um, willing to carry our cross to our death. We don't get involved in this stuff. Our citizenship is in heaven. If we are friends with the earth, we are at enmity with God. So 
when we talk about these things and we point these things out, we're not a part of it. We're simply sharing the information so that those of us who recognize our role in the Holy Scripture, we are the elect of God, holy and beloved. We are a royal priesthood. Okay, First Peter 2.9, this is who we are. Our power is in prayer. We are, that is who we are called to be, prayer warriors, to call down. We work with God. It's in Isaiah 43, 25. It's all over the Holy Bible. That's who we are. That's the greatest thing that you can do for God is to be on your knees in prayer and to understand spiritual warfare and to use it appropriately. And yes, it's going to make your life miserable. If you're not making the devil mad, then guess what? You're going to have a pretty darn good life. It's going to be, you're going to be coasting right along. But if you're taking the sword of the spirit and you're chopping down his principalities and powers, guess what? He isn't going to like you very much and you're a target. But most people don't understand these things. It's all in the book of Job. Van Gogh bubbly. Hold on a second. Uh, Hopefully that doesn't... Here, I'm crinkling the, <laughs> the bubbly thing. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Anyway, on that note, we're getting really close, folks. Way sooner than I thought. If I'm taking down, like, one of my favorite articles off of tribulation-now.org, there's a reason. And it isn't because I'm afraid if they want to kill me, they can kill me. I'm, I'm probably already on. I don't even know how many lists. That's beside the point. I trust God. God has it under control. However, I'm not going to set my hair on fire and run into the courthouse, right? If you're wise as a serpent, you will choose, you will strategically and tactically understand what is the most important versus what is less important, and you will make adjustments so that you can serve God longer and more effectively through your prayer life, through the testimony of the radio show, through the prayer vigil, whatever it is. And that's my life. That's what I do for God. And all of us ought to be have our own prayer warrior ministries. And that occurs, you can be, look, you can be a shut-in. You can be a shut-in and get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, whatever, 5 o'clock in the morning, at whatever time, and in the dark, you can really set up a serious, you could do 30, 45 minutes of serious spiritual warfare prayer where you are praying for your fellow believers, you're maybe even mentioning me, which would be awesome, um, I mean, folks, <laughs> if you know my testimony, you know I have been under fire, unbelievable uh, uh, testing and uh, attacks by Satan since 2018, the early part, January. All right, so, I, I mean, huge, huge. 
All right, even to the point where I tell some people that, and they're like, you know, if if they don't, you know, understand the supernatural and stuff, they're like, they kind of look at me like, you know, you got to be kidding me, kind of thing. All right, anyway, on that note, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Make it, make prayer your number one most important thing. And talk to Jesus a lot. Because if he is your first love, what does that mean? Your first love. He who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. First, the number one most important commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. I spent years on my knees begging God in tears, please help me love you that much. And I'm not going to sit here and fall apart. Okay, I'm just going to let you know that if you don't got it together and you don't understand the priorities and you don't lean lean in hard on those priorities now, you might not make the barley harvest. And if you don't make the barley harvest, my heart breaks for you because you're going to have to go through some horrible things because the final harvest, the wheat harvest, doesn't happen until the day of the Lord. And that is going to be some really wrecked, horrible stuff. You don't. You really don't want to be here for that. And guess what? It gets even worse in the Great Tribulation, which comes right after it. You don't want to be here. Please believe me, you don't want to be here. And the number one thing is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. To take respite and peace and know that when you are in God's will, to be humble and contrite and to love and to have compassion and to help people and to give, give until it hurts. That's who we are. And if you're not there, you're probably going to stay. And I don't want you to stay. I don't want you to stay. I don't want to stay. And I don't think you want to stay. We don't want to stay. We want to make the barley harvest. We need to get out of here as quickly as we can. But you don't do that by sitting on your hands. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And on that note, let's move into to the news. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh, wrong. It's not normal. This is disturbing. Game over. Praise God. All right. Um, this was good. Um, normally not for me, but uh, this snippet uh, is um, is a good one uh, off of Fox regarding the whole Mar-a-Lago thing and stuff. And, um, you know, and, and, and I think I think it's fair to say that after I play this snippet um, uh, that uh, what was broadcast um, it very well may. Hold on a second. I want to make sure I got my gadgets and gadgets. And okay, yeah, it's, okay, got the switch on the right place. The point I'm trying to make is that they do these audio, they they do these video snippets, and they interview people on Fox and stuff. But then it just disappears in the background. The problem with that is that we forget. 
And then the forces of satanic evil start to change the narrative and we forget the foundation. I'm going to play this. And I believe it's foundational regarding Mar-a-Lago and the FBI. Now, what transpires after, to, you know, in the next several days, I would say is Santanic. Absolutely global, WEF, global Santanic control grid. All right. But I believe that this particular report is accurate. And that's why I'm going to play it right now. All right. Stand by. Let me bring it up. All right. Let's see if it comes up. Hold on a second. I'm looking at my browser. There it is. It's loading. Let this sweet mineral melt in your mouth. Of course, we got to have an advertisement. Three, two, one. Skip ad. Joining me now is President Trump's personal attorney, Christina Bob. She was at Mar-a-Lago when agents were rummaging through the former president's residence. Christina, thank you for being with us tonight. Now, your reaction about the breaking news. uh, Absolutely. Uh, Your reaction about the breaking news tonight about the supposed nuclear documents that may have been in Mar-a-Lago and were the cause for concern and for the urgency of this search warrant in the Washington Post tonight. Right. Well, you nailed it in your opening monologue. This is what the Democrats do. They don't have any good reason for doing what they did. The pathetic presser uh, that Merrick Garland held for three minutes was insufficient. So they had to create fear. Normally, they should come out with exactly what happened and why and explain themselves and if it was a good reason. They, they would have solid ground. They are not on solid ground. So they had to come up with something that would potentially terrify the American public into freely giving up their constitutional freedoms. You know, if, if we are on the verge of nuclear war, giving up the nuclear codes, maybe it's acceptable that they violated the president's constitutional rights. It was not acceptable. And they're trying to come up with reasons to make it sound appropriate and make it sound okay, because they don't actually have a good reason for doing what they did. Okay, so, Christina, just so I'm clear about this, I want to be really clear. Is it your understanding that there were not documents related to our nuclear capabilities or nuclear issues that had national security implications in the president's possession when the agents showed up at Mar-a-Lago? That's correct. I I don't believe they were. And if they thought they were— Well, do you know for a fact? Do you know for a fact they were? Have you spoken to the president about it? I have not specifically spoken to the president about what nuclear uh, uh, materials may or may not have been in there. I do not believe there were any in there. The legal team has done a very thorough search and had turned over. We've been very cooperative with uh, the Biden administration and the DOJ and turned over everything that we found that we had. So it's my understanding on very good belief based on a thorough investigation that there was nothing there. So, Christina, when you when you were there and the agents arrived, did you... Did you uh, ask, can I accompany you on this grand journey through Mar-a-Lago? And they said no. Like, how did that play out? I did. I, well, I actually believed that I could just follow them because that seemed like the appropriate thing to do. So I just started to follow them and was told I wasn't allowed to. And I said, I, you know, I'm the president's attorney here on site. Uh, no one else had arrived at that time and said, I, I should have the opportunity to observe your search and observe what you're doing. And uh, they basically said no. And I, I, you know, I tried to push a little bit, but I'm not going to push too hard against the FBI. So I, I backed off. But uh, at no point during the day did they let me follow them or accompany them throughout the property. Now, Christina, the president has been given until 3 p.m. tomorrow to decide whether he wants that yeah. warrant unsealed. 
what, if anything, can you tell us about that decision-making process? You know, sure. of course, the left is saying, well, if he wants to be so transparent, why doesn't he just get it all out there? And, <laughs> and your response Sure. Yeah, well, my response is it's, it's President Trump's decision, and he can make that when he's good and ready to do it. But I want to remind everybody that it is the Biden administration that owes this country an explanation, not President Trump. It was the Biden administration that took an egregious step to violate constitutional rights of a president of the United States and invade his personal residence. And now they want to try to shirk that responsibility by just saying, well, why doesn't he release it? No, no, no. They owe us an explanation, and they can't get out of it that quickly. And I'm sure uh, President Trump is going to make his decision, and I know that he bases his decision on what he believes is best for the country and what will bring us together and unite us, and I'm sure that that is the driving factor for his decision. Christina, the, the scuttlebutt, because it always changes. Yesterday it was that Merrick Garland yeah. knew nothing about the raid. That was hilarious. And then today they sent him out to say, trust us, and everyone's being mean. Yeah. And now it's there's a Secret Service agent, perhaps that's the one that saw this, this uh, nuclear or whatever material, and he, and he or she is the one that's helping establish that probable right. cause for the warrant. Tonight, what can you tell us about the Secret Service detail that was assigned to right. President Trump and concern that that may have been what got this going? Yeah. I don't believe that for a second. I think uh, the Secret Service has a lot of professionalism, and I don't believe for a moment that the problem with this is on President Trump or anyone in his circle. I think it's a story that the leftist media wants to try to uh, paint the picture that somehow there's division within the Trump camp. There's not. And uh, to the extent that they think there's an informant or uh, you know some other type of division that is causing this, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I'll, I'll reserve that judgment. But I, I think this squarely falls on the shoulders of the Biden administration. And I want to see what they got, because I don't think they have enough mm. for, for their actions. Well, they're certainly changing their story quite a bit in like a 72-hour <laughs> period. Uh, Christina, when they were in Mar-a-Lago, now, you know, I, I know the layout of Mar-a-Lago. I've been to Mar-a-Lago. Did they, did they focus their search in the president's private quarters? It's a big club. I mean, it's a, yeah. there's a lot of <laughs> right. space there. Or did they go all yeah. over the entire club? Because that's a lot of rooms and it's a lot of, you know, a lot of ground to cover. Right. And they had 30 agents or so, I know. Right. So they told me that they were specifically looking at three areas. They were looking at the presidential office. They were looking at the residence, the private family residence, and then uh, the storage unit that we've heard so much about, you know, on the bottom floor. So those, I believe the search was contained to those three areas. That's what I've been told. Uh, I have no reason to believe that they went anywhere else. But because I didn't accompany them, you know, I can't say for certain, but I don't think they went anywhere else. I want to play a moment, uh, Christina, from the attorney general today. Watch. The department does not take such a decision lightly. Where possible, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. All right, praise God. Um, and I don't know why it broke over to a, a commercial, but Marjorie Taylor Greene, who I really like, because <laughs> I think she gets all the stuff. I don't think she admits all the stuff that she knows. 
I think she's one of us. I think she gets the whole reptilian thing and everything. But anyway, um, uh, she has filed articles of impeachment against the, the, you know, A.G. Merrick Garland. Um, And uh, uh, we'll have to see where that that goes. Uh, I think the problem, one one of the problems that we have right now is that uh, the – the Republican Party is infiltrated, and there's reptilians in that, in that group, of course, and um, and that complicates all of these dynamics because they're playing both sides. You can you can hypothesize this until you're blue in the face. All right, let's just go ahead and go into the news. Hallelujah. Thank you. Our right, Charisma News reports the making of a martyr. FBI raid could backfire as Trump support. Grows and uh, and guess what? Absolutely correct. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Shots fired at an FBI Cincinnati headquarters after armed subject attempts to breach the building. Now, when you combine that with um, a very large number of reports that are making it out there, okay? You know, I'm not going to say it's coming from Reuters, AP, forget that. But it's out there. There's a large number of reports that are stating that there are patriot groups on Telegram, which is supposed to be totally encrypted, you know, point to point, and they're not supposed to be able to – but here's the thing. I know from working in the profession – that what they do, amongst other things, is they will join, they infiltrate. Okay, that's how they do it. So they join in, they pretend like they're part of this, you know, group, and they join in and they infiltrate it. And then they get the information. And then they get the list of the people that are, you know, and then it's worse than that because they have cyber tactics where they can break the code, go in and actually find out who all is part of that group. So if it, let's just say it's the Telegram Patriots of America group. And they're going and, and a couple of guys go off and they're like, you know, this is ridiculous. We need a civil war. Well, when they do that. You know, in the meantime, the infiltrating FBI Gestapo is in there already ripping apart with their cyber tactics, who all's a part of the group, who all's participating, who's seeing what, and they're making a list. Now, now I know, because I'm in the business, I understand cyber stuff really well and um i you know snowden well okay you understand what i'm saying and i'm i'm here to tell you as a person who even back as far back as 1996 i was installing one you know for a uh, government agency about an hour south of where i live i was installing one of the world's first um We'll just call it an intrusion detection system. But in reality, it had the ability to read people's emails and all sorts of stuff. Okay, so they've been doing this. Um, I used to install a product called MailSweeper. It was one of the world's first mail. Now, it was done in the name of security. 
Because if you have an evil male coming into your your office, it can launch a ransomware attack on you. However, on the flip side of that, because it has the ability to see that much detail in the email, it also has the ability to monitor other stuff. I mean, I will, I will kid you not, but I am telling you the absolute truth. I was sent back in the 90s, in the mid-90s, to a very large company. Oh, boy, do I have a lot of war stories. Oh, my gosh. And I um, went into this very large company, into their data center, and I installed these systems that they wanted to secure their network. And I was doing a live demonstration. I was showing them how it worked. And up on the screen with about four people standing behind me pops up an email of an individual at their workplace. And sadly for me, that particular email was visible to all the people that were standing behind me, the four, the four give or take. That particular email was one of their work colleagues communicating with his, well, it wasn't his wife. Let's put it that way. Okay, it wasn't his wife and what he was saying, he shouldn't have been saying and he shouldn't have been talking to her. And then I've got four guys that work there standing behind me looking at it. And it was a very awkward situation. This is like 96, folks. The technology they got now is like mind bending. So anyway, um, yeah, so. You know, if you think you have privacy, if you think you have rights, you are delusional. I'm sorry. I love you in Jesus, and in, 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 as the part of the body of Christ, I, I love you. I love you. But you don't get it. You don't. And it's my job to let you know that you don't get it. That's my job. The reason why I am a broadcaster is because if I was sitting in a room full of a hundred different Christians, by now they would be throwing things at me. But as a broadcaster, I can put this information out there, and if, and if people don't like what they're hearing, they can switch the off switch to their own demise. But that's their choice. And then we'll see them in the Great Tribulation. My job is very laser-focused on getting us off this alien demon-infested rock as soon as possible. And that's why I study that stuff. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Shots fired. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so I already talked about that one. Next one up. Hallelujah. Hold on a second. Oh, oh, this is a, an, uh, another place. Shots fired at airport in Australia's capital. Uh, capital. There were no reports of, in, of, of injuries, but the episode was nonetheless shocking in a country where mass and random shootings are extremely rare. Why would that be? Because <laughs> they don't have a Second Amendment. <sighs> anyway, next one up. Inflation Reduction Act should be named exactly the opposite. They're reporting now. It says it will have a disastrous effect on finance, according to the professors at this particular university. Now, let me go ahead and scroll in a little bit 
closer. Says the Democrats Inflation Reduction Act will not reduce inflation as claimed and might end up harming the American economy, a finance professor said in an interview with NTD. And it goes on to say the person's name was Michael Butler from Stockton University, yada, yada, blah, blah. Anybody surprised? Is anybody surprised? Hey, human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Next headline up, hallelujah. World Net Daily reports professional athletes who are Christians take a stand and they refuse to wear LGBT uniforms. A rainbow-colored jersey meant to promote LGBT ideology has been rejected by seven Australian rugby league players who withdrew from a match rather than wear the article of clothing that offended their faith. Good for them. Hallelujah. Next one up. Armenia's capital, uh, try to pronounce this here, uh, Yerevan, uh, hit by deadly explosion. Mayor's office says an unknown number of people were trapped under the rubble after an explosion hit in the market of Yerevan. All right, praise God. So what is this about? Well, it's probably just an, an escalation of the immense, massive protests that are going on there, uh, well, all over the world. They're all over the world. All over the world. We can't, we can't do – the radio show would be two hours long, and all we would talk about is the civil unrest that is occurring all over the world. Hence – my testimony during the prayer vigil. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Un- unbelievable. Next one up. New York Times. Five United States lawmakers arrive in Taiwan amidst tensions with China. So then, Nancy Pelosi, whatever that is, I don't think that's human. What is that? What is it? It just makes me want to yak. Okay, but then they send another delegation with Ed Mackey and uh, or Markey and uh, uh, just a bunch of other people. Uh, it looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, five uh, additional people sent over there to just really stir the pot. All right. Um, and uh, there, there are other reports that make it, uh, you know, that state very clearly that the uh, Chinese um, uh, war games that were taking place, which were um, very uh, violent-ish, okay, were enough violent-ish to cause the United States Navy to back off. <laughs> so they were like, uh, oh, I don't know about y'all, but we better get out of here kind of thing. So they actually turned around and ran tail <laughs> the other way. All right. Which that's saying a lot. Okay. I, I got my time in and I'm telling you that's saying a lot. All right. Next one up. Hallelujah. Europe set for record wildfire destruction in 2022. Nearly 660,000 hectares of European land have already been destroyed by fires this year, according to the European Union data. 
wait a minute, what about the United States? Stuff is happening over in California. It's the same thing that's happening all the time. Here's the thing that's really fascinating. Even when we're waxing and waning and waxing and waning and birth pang and not birth pang, birth pang and not birth pang, birth pang and not birth pang, the thing about it is, folks, the rest of the stuff is still increasing the geological the nibiru the planet x the all the other stuff is increasing do not be deceived praise god thank you jesus next one up Shooter rams United States Capitol barricade. Police say the suspect opened fire before killing himself as officers approached. A man drove his car into a barricade at the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. on Sunday morning. Just this morning, a few hours ago, before firing several shots into the air and killing himself with his own gun. (laughs) You know, when you consider that we probably only are getting 2 or 3% of the news associated with the insanity that's going on across the world right now. This infinitesimally small amount of information that I give you on these programs is the tip of the iceberg. It's like you're sitting on the top of the iceberg that sunk the Titanic with a razor blade and you scraped off a snowflake. Yeah, it's that bad. It really is. All right, next one up. And by the way, I was really thinking 2024, but now I'm wondering, is 2024 the point of time? And all hell breaks loose on Earth. Like they said in the movie, They Live, in 88. Was Zen Garcia and Joy right on the last show we did when they said the destruction of the Guidestones was a marker? It was a clarion call to the worldwide elite and Illuminati that it's game on. Sounds like it to me. At least 41 killed, 45 injured in church fire in Egypt. The fire blocked an entrance to the church, causing a stampede, they said, adding that most of those killed were children. Next one up. United States lawmakers visit Taiwan in an announced and an unannounced trip on the heels of the Pelosi uproar. Okay, we already talked about that, but again, merits repeating. Next one up. Downpours in South Korea result in 14 deaths. By the way, the floods, the downpours, there's a report out there right now uh, that's scientific you know, scientifically backed, um, geologically, you know, the experts that um, California is a sitting duck because of the fires. You know, we've always known about um, mudslides and things like that in California because, you know, it's like the place where those things happen. But consider the last, what, five, six, seven years where, you know, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of hectares, they even call them gigafires, have been happening in California. Now think mudslides. All right. Anyway, again, the the catastrophic apocalyptic 
um, flooding that is occurring across the world right now is beyond words. And you, you, you really just can't get your arms around it. I mean, I could, I could fire up my, uh, my little application, you know, that says that it's called disaster alert, but it only covers a part of the world. And, it, and you know what? It's a three-hour show. It's a three-hour show. It's unbelievable. Uh, anyway, so just please, please be aware that what we're talking about on this program is the tip. Oh, my gosh. It is, it is a snowflake off the top of the Titanic iceberg. It's way worse than we realize. This is very important for us to, 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 to grasp so that we are able to embrace how deep we are into the book of Revelation, how deep we are into the period of sorrows. We are entering in. We are literally nosediving. It's like you know bungee jumping right into the end times. We're in it. We're now. It's now, 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 now. Next up. Death toll from floods in China's Sichuan region rises to seven as the uh, as you know the emergency authorities are responding. It says Beijing, a total of seven people have died as a result of the floods in China and southwestern province of Sichuan. Uh, you know, regional emergency authorities have said, and then of course they show you a picture, and it's bad. They're all really bad. These aren't mine. This isn't like a flash flood and some dude sitting, you know, standing in the back of his like, you know, crummy pickup truck going, help me, help me, help me. No, 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 folks, no, folks, no, no, no. This is really, really, really bad. Next one up. Crimea sets green harvest record. Imagine that. So here we are on the precipice of the third seal where a uh you know an ephod of uh barley or wheat cost a day's wages it's we're going there we're going there we're in pro- it's a work in progress you know what for any of you out there that have ever run a project for a major corporation they have this term called whip WIP work in progress and we are in the midst of it right now thank you Jesus hallelujah so right now Crimea is sent is setting grain harvest records because they're not under the control of the World Economic Forum Biden House of Windsor and Obama they're not they're not under the control of the pentagram. I'm sorry, did I say pentagram? I meant pentagon. They're not under control of the Vatican. They're not under control of the seething stench of evil of Satan. They're not, they're being, now don't get me wrong. You know, it's easy to make this colossal mistake that people make because the lights either on or the lights either off. I mean, you know, people don't understand levels. Levels of understanding, levels of corruption, especially when there's 33 or 100 of the levels. So I'm not, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not a Putin fan by any stretch. But when you're making a comparison, hello, next one up. United States consulate workers in Tijuana, just a couple of miles south of the border there. And uh, matter of fact, you know, if you go uh, from San Diego down to Chula Vista and you drive a little bit further, bam, you're in Tijuana. 
United States consulate workers in Tijuana told to shelter in place amidst a wave of violence. Employees of the United States government in Tijuana, Mexico, and Baja, California, were told to shelter in place Friday as police responded to reports of violence and property crime. Next one up. United States angry with India over Russian oil. New Delhi says Washington is upset about products from Russia being transferred to the United States or transferred to to the U.S., it says. Washington has approached New Delhi with queries about Russian oil products that were allegedly shipped to the United States from India. Reuters reported on uh, Saturday, citing that that the Reserve Bank of India Deputy Governor Michael Patra has, uh, you know, pretty much come right out and said that's what's going on. Never mind that we're stealing like all the oil we can possibly get our hands on from Syria. And we already have enough oil. They've made um, northern Alaska, the northwestern uh, banks of Alaska, has enough oil to sustain the entire world, but they've made it a, uh, it's a national uh, treasure, you see. They've, uh, we can't do anything there. We can't drill oil there, even though there's enough oil there to take care of the whole world seven times over. But that's okay. Thank you, Lindsay Williams. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. United States is on the brink of war with Russia and China, according to Kissinger. Now, if that ain't a so basically what we're listening to is a reptilian Kissinger is definitely one of them, okay there's no doubt about it. Anybody who knows anything about anything knows so when he is saying that the United States is on a brink of war with Russia and China, basically what he's doing is he is explaining the agenda. All right, it's not a warning. You got to understand how these entities work. All right, it's a warning of what's coming, which it which it is coming. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Dorset wildfires continue to tear through Sutherland as fire services confirm barbecue started the fire. It's talking about uh, you know uh, the United Kingdom. Soaring temperatures, wildfires increasing, 500%, Dorset, Wilshire. This, I know people there. I haven't been able to get in touch with them lately. Worries me a little bit. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. The Epic Times reports, first human to dog monkey pox transmission recorded in France. A pet dog of a homosexual male. Oh, well, there you got it. There, there's a problem right there has been confirmed positive for monkeypox. Oh. Hey, I got my shirt, my donkeypox shirt. Donkeypox <laughs> has a picture of, like, you know, a Democratic donkey. <laughs> I won't wear it anywhere because I don't want to start a – I don't want anybody beat me up or anything. But um, it's pretty funny. It's a really good quality shirt, donkeypox. Anyway, next one up. Moscow reveals point of no return in Russia and United States relations. So Russia's basically saying, look, you know, you designate us as a state sponsor of terrorism, and we're cutting all ties. We are cutting all ties. We are cutting all treaties. We are cutting everything. It is totally game on. Which, by the way, is a prerequisite for Russia to be used by God to do all the things that are in 
the book of Revelation. Wow. <sighs> How interesting. Next, oh, looks like Jack Vanderby was right. Yay. Let's hear a praise offering for Jesus. Next one up, U- United States Attorney General faces impeachment push over the Trump House raid. Well, we'll see about that. Because, you know, Glenn Beck, as he said before, and he'll say again, nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a thing anymore. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Uh, for those of us who have been doing this stuff for 11, 12, 15 years, We've been dealing with bazillions of people out there going, well, we just got a report that the Clintons and the Pope and uh, all these bad people are about to get arrested and taken to Guantanamo. And I'm just like thinking to myself, oh, no, not again. Anyway, whatever. Next one up. Thank you, Jesus. United States to conduct air and maritime transit in the Taiwan Straits. The White House says Washington's freedom of navigation transits. And by the way, if you do a little bit of homework on this, it gets really interesting. Because China does have a leg to stand on. It has to do with how maritime stuff works and the, the, you know they have different rules for the land under the water than they do for the water itself? <laughs> it gets pretty gray. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Ukraine struggles to find money to pay troops, according to the Wall Street Journal. Anybody who's been paying any attention at all to the news coming directly out of the Ukraine has known this for like forever, okay? They're like taking kids. They're doing like Hitler did when, um, when uh, you know, Munich was going to fall, when Berlin was going to fall in World War II, where they started to, you know, conscript or, you know, draft kids and old people. And they're giving them guns, and then they're saying, okay, go get them, boys. No training. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of United States uh, CIA and uh, folks uh, from our, uh, you know, uh, advanced uh, military teams that are over there training them as best as they can. But come on, it's kids. It's like 65 year old men who are going like, you know, I, I just wanted to watch, you know, you know, um. American Idol. <laughs> you know, what am I doing here? But it's that dorked up. Um, and, uh, well, we're just going to have to wait and see where it heads. And I think we have a pretty good idea. Next one up. West, the West will brush Ukraine biolab allegations under the carpet, just like those of Kosovo and organ trafficking. Sorry, but You're good. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. Another headline, government cover-up, Poland's second largest river, the Oder. Oh, that's an interesting uh, name for the river under the circumstances. Um, The Oder uh, 
has just died from toxic pollution, mercury levels beyond imagination. Ten tons of fish are dead. They knew it two weeks ago, and they didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Next one up. Forget inflation. Shrinkflation is sparking a fury in Germany. And I'm thinking to myself, shrinkflation? Hello, McFly. Has anybody been paying attention? When was the last time you could buy a 32-ounce jug of, you know, Peter Pan peanut butter in the United States? Come on! Get with the program. Somebody's got to wake people up. Another headline. The United States steals over 80% of Syria's oil output. Per day, I'm sure they're making a lot of friends, uh, and and the and the uh, the revolutions uh, that are going on in the Netherlands from the uh, farmers. The farmers are driving big trucks full of grain, and they're just shooting the grain at the police. <laughs> you got to see it to believe it. It is unbelievable, and of course, that's not doing anybody any good. But nevertheless, that's where we are. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And on that note, let's go ahead and bring on uh, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh and Brother Zen Garcia. Here we go. Hallelujah. Here, oh, oh, almost forgot the. Yeah. Doctor Joy, are you there? Yes. How are you tonight, John? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm back up. Uh, what a mess, man. I thought I was going to drop over dead with all the work I had to do to get this show back up. Um, Zen, are you there? I am, brother. How are you this evening? <laughs> I glow in the dark, but <laughs> otherwise I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> oh, man. Glad to have glow you guys in the dark, on. Huh? Oh, I got hit. I don't know if you heard, but I got hit with uh, the um, the apocalyptic um, Nibiru-driven, um, uh, you know, weather dynamics have uh, brought Florida into the mix this year. Uh, last year, no, uh, we dodged it. This year, uh, unbelievable. Um, a house about uh, I don't know, quarter of a mile, not even that maybe four or five blocks from my, my house, got struck directly, fires, multiple multi-alarm fire, uh, took the house out. Um, I had a bolt hit near mine, which fried, would you believe it, the part, one quarter of my house, the upper, oh golly, northern, northwestern, no, northeastern quadrant or quarter of my house got completely fried. I lost $5,000 worth of equipment, torched my uh the entire oh my wiring system. Yeah, the, the the electricians had to um I had to pull like bookshelves that had been there for like 15 years. You know what that's like? Pulling a bookshelf out that's been there for 15 years. You know how much junk you collect on a bookshelf that's been there for 15 oh. years? And anyway, <laughs> it was insane. But anyway, it took me uh, ten days to get it to get everything back up and running. It was just unreal. Well, wow. I've seen this. That you mentioned great. that on uh, Facebook, and it's interesting that you you brought that up because I know a, a storm that was in our area 
oh, maybe about a week or a little over a week ago, and it had that same kind of lightning effect. And in one area, uh, not too far from where I live, it struck three different wells on three different properties. And it was so uh, terrible that it actually melted the inside of the wells into the plastic. So these people have to dig brand new wells. They can't even pull the insides of those wells out. Um, and then it ran in some areas of houses and destroyed pipes. But it was in the same storm at three different locations apart from each other. And that severeness of uh, electrical um, manifestation. To me, the lightning is getting so, so much worse even here. It's like it will rumble. It's a weird thing. It, it hits, and then you can continue to hear it rumbling for a long time. And when it hits, you can actually feel the jar in your house. I mean, your, your windows will literally move. And so I'm like, you are right. um, definitely a, a thing of. I think it's getting worse. Oh, no. Okay, so to support your um, accurate analysis, when this hit – now, I've been here for 30-some years. I think it's 37. And Tampa is arguably the lightning capital of the world to some scientists. Um, so I've had – lightning strikes that were close to the house that lit the whole house up so white in every room that, you know, it was like, it was surreal. It was uh, supernatural almost. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was just so bright. Like, like there was like a, like a, like a, like a uh, professional photographer in every single room mm -hmm. of the house. And they all hit the button at the same time. That's how bright it was. And it was absolutely horrific. And I've lost, I've, I've got, you know, because of the residual effect, I lost lots of stuff. This one was on a whole nother level when it hit i kid you not i just happened to be sitting in my office work had just ended uh i was starting to relax and wrap things up and and, and i knew the thunderstorm was going on outside and um and then all of a sudden bam and let me tell you something sparks were flying out of my wall I was literally yeah. had electricity yeah. shooting out of my wall at me. Um, and uh, I, I was like, oh, my gosh. And 530, um, not 20 amp, 530 plus amp breakers blew in my, uh, in my uh, breaker panel. And then I knew. Yes. But then God started working miracles, and I made some phone calls and it was a miracle. I, I, I called this one big electrical company, and, you know, of course, they're going to put me in a queue. I called this other one. It was a little uh, handyman electrical company, and, oh, my gosh, they showed up at 7 a.m. the next day. And I was like, thank yeah. you, Jesus. But anyway, yeah, oh, my gosh. This is nothing like it was 10 years ago. I mean, I see in that same type of uh, activity here that it's kind of what you call historical and unprecedented. Uh, that's the weird thing. I mean, even in this area where I live, uh, I have lived here all my life, the numbers of straight wind, you know, things knocking things out, you know, uprooting trees, and then the uh, increase in tornadic activity. I mean, there was a time when you didn't think anything about a cloud coming up. You could be out working or whatever, but now it's almost like the lightning 
will happen even though the cloud is not really at you yet, which is really kind of strange how it's uh, manifest to me manifesting in a change in the weather. Of course, you know, a long time ago, it never got what I think is as hot it is today because, of course, I was a little farm girl and, and working on the farm, cropping tobacco during this kind of season right now. It would have been almost impossible for us to have been out in those fields working like we worked back in the day with the heat indices as high as they are. We, we clearly, it would, it would have been impossible. We didn't have, like, closed-in cabs uh, to ride tractors. I mean, you were literally, when I, when I was driving a tractor, I was sitting out in the elements. I didn't have, a, you know, anything with GPS and nothing with a closed-in cab or air conditioner or whatever. It was directly in the sun. And I can remember just being able to touch the, the, the steering wheel of this tractor that you had to keep your hands in a certain area. It would literally burn it. But today, if you had that kind of setup, you would literally be blistering your hands. I mean, it's hard even to walk across the deck or... I noticed one day on the pool decking that it should be cool pool decking, and it was not even staying that way. You get into the pool, the swimming pools in our area, and what they're having to do, if you've got a salt pool, which, you know, clearly would take care of most bacteria, they're actually having to add chlorine to salt pools because the, the, the pool water is staying so high. And what, what you're looking at is the same thing the oceans uh, are encountering, and that is that there is huge algae blossoms start happening and when those that algae blooms it makes it actually gives off a neurotoxin which kills fish and plankton and everything that's in that particular area and there are now huge dead spots in our oceans where nothing exists and i think that's why you're seeing like sharks and all this kind of stuff just manifesting up and down especially the east coast even into the cold waters that shouldn't even be as high as they are around New York and that kind of thing, you're seeing a lot of shark attacks and whatever. But my concern is, is that knowing that if this climate continues to rise, and that's something I try to talk about in my books, um, Beguiled and the Eden series, is that if we see these climate things change, then the water becomes, you know, an issue. I mean, you know, it does not do well if it doesn't have a lot of rain if it's not moving it get a lot of stagnation and so you know there's people who are going you know this amoeba eating stuff that you get water up your nose you know eat your brain i mean it's all these kind of things that flesh eating bacteria i mean i've just heard so much more and when i first started writing about plagues and pestilences and things of that nature it was like one in a one in a you know million you might hear about it one year and you might hear nothing about it for no, 10 years. Now, it's in the newspaper constantly. But it is a concern of mine is that because the water is heating up, and like you mentioned, all these all these systems of water down in the Amazon, they're drying up. Down over in uh, um, the Tigris and Euphrates, you know, over in the Middle East, and you've got Lake Mead and Lake Powell, and we've got the Salt Lake up in uh, Salt Lake City. I mean, we're seeing more and more of natural waters leaving us literally completely dry, drying up and then the water that's going to be left is so unhealthy that you know much a lot of beaches close and and you know there's nowhere to dump all the trash i mean clearly earth can't continue to sustain where we're headed and then that's why you see that the united nations with these you know sustainability goals that we've got to you know get a great reset we need to be done by 2030 
I was looking at some research the other day in which they were saying that now we've got scientists who clearly are, I wouldn't say would be um, religious in any way, but they're saying that we need to prepare for a climate end game. And the United Nations Secretary was very much saying that there were some problems when they met over in Berlin, Germany. So, I mean, it's not like it's where you and I and Zen used to talk about all this stuff years ago, starting back in like 19, I think, 86 or something like that. People laughed at us, you know, conspiracy theorists, listen to what all you're saying. Well, now, clearly, we are living in a time where we're getting dire warnings from regular scientists, people who are not conspiracy theorists, people who are not religious in any aspect. But that end game they're talking about, they're talking about the famine, the extreme weather, the you know, the disease that's being spread by insects, and then all the other things that's going along with it that clearly meets all the criteria for the end of days according to the book of Revelation. So I think if we don't stay on top of it uh, and, and be aware of it, I mean, I understand why people that I'm dealing with are having so many mental health problems because they cannot deal with all the things that are happening around them. It's only going to get worse, and that's the bad thing, is that our yeah, sorry, has been telling sorry about forever. That. I you know. had you on a, I, I just wanted to apologize. I had you on a uh, studio monitor, <laughs> but I ran out of water. <laughs> And I had to go grab some water real quick. So I'm sorry for the pause, but you're absolutely right. People people are freaking out. People, I, yes, I, I get the emails. I get the emails. I get the communications. Uh, I, I was having a conversation with somebody at work, believe it or not, at work. And she was like, um, she was saying, yeah, I've, I've definitely got generalized anxiety disorder and I go into depression and all. You know why? Because she's aware. She's fully aware of all the stuff that's going on. I found out this woman that's assigned to me on this project that I'm on right now. Get this stuff. At work, her dad told her to read Epperson's book on the New World Order and the Unseen Hand from 1988. And I'm like going, you've oh, got to wow. be kidding me. It's impossible. Wow. Well, I mean, I think that people have been trying to figure out what's going on. And I, they can clearly say climate change and things of that nature and you know, they kind of push it off on something that's just, I guess, what they think nature is doing it to us. And clearly there's a lot more to this. The fact that somebody like John the Revelator on the Isle of Patmos over 2,000 years ago had these visions that, that a generation would come when all these things were clearly happening at the same time. I mean, I, I know that they're trying to pass it off as end games, for, you know, if we don't change this. But it is part of the process. I mean, it's part of the process that will lead us to, you know, this new world order, this great reset in which more people will end up dying because they want to depopulate. I mean, that was one of the things that we all knew existed on those Georgia Guidestones until they were supposedly <laughs> destroyed. I think you guys nailed um, it. I think you guys nailed I mean, it. I, I, I don't know if it was you, Zen, or the both of you, but um, I believe that you were right. Your hypothesis on the last show that the destruction of the Guidestones was a marker, like a 9-11 kind of a marker, it yes. was correct. I really think so. Well, you know, the thing about you know, having done this research for so long, the thing that gets me so upset is that these people that are a part of the serpent lineage, the ones that kind of rule the world in these, in these strategic uh, positions, 
they have always been trying to say that they are going to do these things to us, and they tell us right up under our nose. I mean, it's like in movies. It's in things that they do TV programs. I mean, they, they even with the um, things with the CDC and the World Economic Forum and, and World Health Organization, they actually run these, like, prior-to events that line up specifically within months that follow them, that follow the same guidelines, like with the vaccinations and the plagues and stuff like that. And so it's like they're telling us that they're behind it. So they do have those markers. It's quite clear to me they have those markers. I think 9-11 was one of those markers. I think one of the other, well, the first ones I noted was the fact that we had computers and then, you know, the year 2000 came up and all this great thing was that everything was going to shut down. But what it did, it forced us into being into a World Wide Web where they had backward ways of getting into computers and connecting everything. I mean, had we not had that happen, we wouldn't be at this point we are now. But the next thing that we're headed toward is clearly with the wars and rumors of wars that we see happening around us, but also the inability to buy, sell, and trade. Because when famine gets into this situation, they're going to use economic things more than they're using political stuff. And that's the dictating factor, I believe, that the Antichrist, without a uh, heiress in his you know, has a, he's just carrying a bow. He's not carrying any arrows. But clearly, it's, it's like economic sanctions and pushing those economic reasons without using politics or, you know, being able having to fire a shot. I mean, it is literally controlling us. And in, and another thing is this new word, weaponization. People start paying attention. I'm telling you tonight, everybody start paying attention. How many times you're hearing the word weaponization? It's just started. Uh, the, the 86,000 IRS agents weaponized. There's something really strange. Because and I've Stop heard this o. word that has never, been, that's right, has never been used before, and I've done a lot of research. And the other day uh, I walked by the yeah. TV in my best friend's house, and they said weaponization, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. That is a so new word. I talked about pay attention. So everybody needs to pay attention. Yeah, I talked about that. Um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Zen, in a second. But uh, the, the, I talked about that in the, be- the beginning of the show. This morning, 5 a.m., I listened to a bit. You know, I don't know what it's. It, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I just felt like, I don't know. I wanted. To, I was looking at. I looked at uh, Drudge. I looked at uh, Breitbart, and it was all the superficial Mar-a-Lago stuff. And I was like, that's not good enough. So I went over to InfoWars, and I listened to a little bit by Owen Schroyer, who's going through a lot of multiple lawsuits, all kinds of stuff. And he he said, in my personal opinion, the 87,000 armed IRS agents are essentially going to be the new Gestapo, and we need to expect mm-hmm. them to come after us, That's come right. after the George Jeffries Pews, the Zen Garcias. Johnny Baptist, and I thought to myself, okay, well, I remembered from the uh, the book Fox's Book of Martyrs, where it explained that Timothy Timothy's life was brought to an early end because he went out and <clears throat> confronted uh, essentially a Mardi Gras parade uh, in the town of Ephesus, and he, you know, said, you know, y'all are going to burn in hell. Don't do this. Don't do this. And they beat him to death. Um, now, granted, he died slowly over, you know, throughout the night. 
but that was uh, the demise or the end of Timothy's um, uh, work for the Lord. And I thought to myself, well, we're supposed to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves. And I knew that they were using the lie of January 6th as a, uh, you know, that, that, that particular false flag and, and crisis actor dynamic was, it, 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 it's, it's everything to them. Because what they do, I've, I've been listening very closely to the narrative, and the narrative is we can do whatever we want to do that is beyond the Constitution because we have never had an insurrection on the Capitol in the history of the country. Therefore, we are making up new rules as we see fit. To address the threat. Okay, now that basically eradicates the Constitution and puts the situation in their control, whereby the 87,000 armed, armed, armed IRS agents, that's ridiculous, that's ridiculous. Armed. Yeah. So, so then Owen Troyer was like, "Man, look at the writing on the wall. These guys are coming for us. They're coming for us with yeah, guns." Are. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh. So what I did was I took down uh, – I have um, – uh, there. there's a guy who has 1.5 million uh, subscribers on YouTube, and he did a fantastic job of blowing the uh, story out of the water on the January 6th thing. And he basically collected all the videos before they took them down, and he put together a collage to prove that January 6th was a lie. Um, and I oh, got yeah. it. I, as soon as I saw it, I immediately downloaded it because I knew that it was going to disappear. Well, sure enough, because he had 1.5 million uh, subscribers, YouTube, instead of killing him, because that, that's big revenue. When you, when you hit a million with, with YouTube, you can literally become a full-time YouTuber. Okay, and so he, he they came to him and they said, no, 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 you must take this down immediately. And he did. He took it down and he put up another one at their instruction, basically painting out a lie that aligned to the lying uh, donkey pox narrative. Okay. And I was like, okay, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And then I had the original one up on my website, which absolutely beyond any shadow of a doubt, proves that January 6th was a complete setup with crisis actors. And um, oh, yeah. and I thought to myself, okay, well, if they're arming 87,000 IRS agents and they're coming for us, and, I've, and all of us, Zen, all of us know about the red and blue list, but think about it, that nobody's said a word about the red and blue list since like 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? It it is like disappeared. No one talks about it. No one mentions it. They're saying things like they're creating a list. They know who we are. They know. And I tell people, you know, you know that, yes, there are patriot groups on on uh, on on, uh, Telegram right now uh, who think they're talking over encrypted channels. But what they don't understand is that the FBI has infiltrated their ranks. So they already know. Plus, they have cyber technologies that allows them to break. They can go in and see who all's part of the the group and they have a list of people so i won't join those groups i took down the uh the video that i had that proved that jan 6 was a lie uh and i did that on purpose it was strategic on my part i'll i'll give it to people if they email me i will give them a link so they can watch it with their own eyes but i'm not putting it up publicly at this point because i don't want to get timothyized i don't want to get taken out before my you know before my time you know what i mean um anyway i'll turn it over to you zen brother god bless 
bless you, bro. Well, this has all been a setup that's been happening for a very long time, you know, as we talked about with 9-11, you know, the Patriot Act being written well in advance of those occurrences, of FEMA being in New York on September 10th. Um, You know, even the PR people for the airline uh, companies and um, for government agencies and even the the propaganda mainstream news, uh, they were all prepped beforehand. Um, and so this has all been a major dog and pony show, a major setup, all the world's a stage. And they have implemented, as we talked about, the you know, I created that movie, the The Torture King and the Loss of Habeas Corpus, which basically speaks about how, you know, the Constitution has been ripped to shreds. It's no longer you're innocent until proven guilty. It's you're guilty until proven innocent. And they have created and they ain't doing a, it completely, either. <laughs> a completely alternative yeah. justice system. I'm sorry. I didn't. Yeah, ahead, I, I want you to. I want you to continue. I was just. Uh, I, I keep forgetting about the uh, the the delay. You know, when when you're on the air. But but to your point, you said innocent. You're guilty until proven innocent. And I'm laughing because, I, I, tongue in cheek, kind of laughing. I'm saying, but they don't bother. They're not going to bother. You, so basically, you're guilty. Period. There is no attempt right. to, to, to find you innocent. You're just plain old guilty. This is no different than Castro's Cuba. This is no different than Venezuela's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I you know I see both sides of the coin in, in every dynamic. But I'm just saying, this is the Gestapo. This this it's not the rise of the Fourth Reich. It is the manifestation of the Fourth Reich. But continue, please. Yeah, and so, you know, they've created this entirely new uh, and alternative judicial system, the military tribunal system, to where you don't get all of your habeas corpus rights. There's no trial by jury. There's no uh, speedy right to a speedy trial. There's no Fifth Amendment. They can uh, basically, you know, extraordinary rendition you disappear you, put you into a black site, torture you, and then use what you say against you in a court of law to railroad you and to, um, you know, as you said, we're all guilty, and no matter what we say or do, they can contrive evidence, make it up on the fly, to declare, you know, national security or whatever, um, they want in order to keep things uh, hush-hush. They don't have to bring out any kind of accusation, any kind of evidence. Um, this is, you know, as you said, basically the the good stopo, and certainly um, they've been training also for these agents and people militarizing the police, all that, even with, you know, the 
um, all the police and the shootings and the opposition, the controlled opposition, um, the hyping up all of the, uh, as far as, you know, arrests that lead to shootings, they are without a doubt putting people in place to do these kind of things. And then they are backing them up, covering them up, declaring them innocent in order to set a precedent, you know, uh, for people that would be willing to act in such a court. They are creating, um, just like the Nazis created the that secret part of their whole, um, the stormtroopers and those that would be willing to, you know, stomp on the heads of people um, and that had no care and that would carry out orders no matter how evil and how grievous they were. They were callous and would follow orders no matter the consequence. Um, And this is what is being created here in America as well. I mean, they've done this over and over and over it's it's nothing new under the sun you know the modus operandi of the new world order elites they it's all there in the protocols the learned elders design the secret covenant um and these things have been declared for very long time they put it down into writing nothing's hidden and they're just following the the agenda and pushing it forward and you know they're challenging those of us that are whistleblowers to do anything about it you know to to sound the alarm to uh to blow the truth they have also criminalized whistleblowers uh to where anybody that even thinks about exposing the government or doing something that to bring out their agenda um they will disappear you and this has been you know happening for very long even all the doctors that have been uh sounding the alarm on different things uh, you know the uh, all the hype with the different medical and the pandemics and the scamdemics and plandemics and all that, I mean, everything is getting accelerated because we're we're at the end game. This is the, uh, they are pushing to cross uh, the end line and to uh, accelerate everything um, to where they want it, which is complete uh, order out of chaos and the, the consequences of, the Orwellian 1984 Brave New World. I mean, again, this has been written about, talked about, uh, spoken about uh, for a very long time. They have had a vision for the tyranny that they want to put into place and to rule with impunity, the whole divine right to rule that they, uh, you know, set up amongst their bloodlines. They want to be able to do whatever they want uh, without even second-guessing it and without ever having to uh, be concerned about justice coming back 
on them. Um, and so, yeah, this, you know, the loss of habeas corpus, um, the domestic terrorists, which are basically Christians and patriots and uh, truth seekers and truth uh, wisdom keepers, uh, those that are the the holders of the secret and that are sounding uh, the alarm, watchmen, watchwomen, blowing the trumpet. We are the enemies. We are the target. And we're the ones yeah. that really they're coming after. And and real quick, Joy, before you jump in, because I, I want you to, of course, um, the um, – so General Wesley Clark, approximately six to eight months ago, made a public statement. Now, granted, it was on a banned video, so <laughs> you know how that is. Uh, but um, he, uh, I believe it was his brother. I think Alex Jones was in the room and one other person. I don't know. But anyway, they, they had a conference, and it was filmed on video, and then they publicized it, uh, pu- you know, publicized it on uh, Bandot Video. But basically, uh, Wesley Clark came out, and he had said – and again, this is like eight months ago – he said, I believe that there is going to be a black swan event that will – you know, crash the midterms. He he said something has to happen to crash the midterm elections that would prevent the GOP or the Republicans from taking control of the the uh, government again. And um, and I thought I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? He has to be right because no way. So look at it. I always take whatever's happening on the earth, and I say, okay. Let me assign Satan to one group and let me, you know, let, let, let me play both sides. Let, you know, I, I know God's in control, Satan. I get all that, okay? I, but still, you have to like, you know, when God lifts his hands of protection off of the earth, Satan is allowed to do stuff that he otherwise wouldn't be able to do. All right? Now, now when you get all that stuff, you need to be able to have the ability to ask yourself, what would Satan do? You know, we, we, we ask ourselves, what would Jesus do? But if we're going to be wise as serpents, we better be also saying, what would Satan do? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so I'm looking at it, and I'm going to myself, there's no way, if I was the devil, that I would allow the progress that has been made thus far for the destruction of the West, all of Europe, the European Union, the, the, the cutting off of the grain supplies, the coal supplies, the, the liquid natural gas supplies. Russia's desperately reaching out to the world saying, we've got it and we will give it to you. Don't worry. Here we are. We got the grain. And and Biden and his black, shape-shifting reptilian eyes is coming out and going, we got to have sanctions, you know, between changing his diaper. Okay. <laughs> and and, and you know I'm right. And and it's, it's unbelievable. And the situation is... Literally, it maps to every single thing that Jesus said. It maps to Revelation chapter six beautifully. It, it's it's like undeniable. And 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 all we can do for the most part is well. And I don't want to say this in a, I, I I hate that term. All we can do is pray. No baloney. We must step up our already hopefully very potent prayer lives to a whole nother level okay praying for the lost and praying for one another don't waste your time 
praying for shape-shifting reptilians. Don't waste, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. Okay, spend the time praying for fellow believers. Spend the time praying for divine protection for us, not just us on the radio show, but for yourselves and for your loved ones and for the other people that you know in your little groups on Facebook, whatever. I don't care, but we need to be praying for one another uh, to, uh, to, to, well, depends on who you're praying for, but to wake up and to get closer to God, to be walking in more holiness and righteousness and to be ready to evacuate this place when the time comes because you don't want to be here for what's coming. What's coming is horrible, and, and you think it's bad now. This is nothing. Jesus said this was the beginning of sorrows. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to be hanging out here waiting to see what the <laughs> sorrows part is going to have. That's right. <laughs> Joy? <laughs> well, you know, the thing about it is it's, a, it's an area of uh, of work that these guys have been quite good at. And it's always been to wag the dog in their direction to use a lot of disinformation. And, of course, when I started looking at, you know, the father of lies, what would happen, how the Antichrist would come to power – all the things and the narratives that it, it led to me to look at was the fact that there had to be a purpose to be able to control the population. And the way you control people is that you hide truth so that you can allow the, the people behind this new world order to take over and do in a very deceptive manner. And so when I first started looking at this, I, I found back, because I would always go back and look at, especially what the CIA was involved in, and back in 1948, they had a project called Operation Mockingbird. Now, a lot of people don't realize that the, mm-hmm. you know, we've always thought that CIA was supposed to be, you know, for our best interest. But you can go back and if you look up Operation Mock- Mockingbird, what you find out is that the CIA used media infiltration. And what they did is they bribed hundreds of journalists to do nothing but actually post fake news. Now, we're talking about a long time ago. When we start thinking about fake news like it is today, you think this is a new trend. But no, it started a long time ago. That's, these guys have been working toward these dates a very, very, very long time from the plagues and the release of stuff to get us to the point that we are. But back in that time, I mean, I remember, uh, you know, we always had Life Magazine, Look Magazine, Newsweek, you know, the New York um, Times it, it, during those time period when I was a young girl in the late 50s and early 60s, everybody doted on like Newsweek to be telling them the truth. And after really looking at this uh, Operation Mockingbird, what I began to find was they were already using tactics to change the propaganda of how people think by just repeating like a falsehood to them, you know, an article. So in other words, it changed the ideology of where they wanted us to go. So they were actually moving us along using certain things to get us to approve and and be a part of to the point that we didn't question our government. And see, that's where the problem is, is that most people say, well, whatever the government says is right. They don't ever go back and say, well, what is behind the agenda that we're hearing? And so it's been going along so long now that they did little things. You know, it was constantly doing little things until now it's a covert total operation that's going on right in front of our faces. I mean, it's like you can't turn the news on on any sta- really station and get the same the same news. It, it's totally being um, 
prompted by sponsors and, and whatever is going to be the catchwords to make people stay on that particular channel. But I think that that's where, uh, you know, Hollywood and all the uh, newspapers and, and people that are especially connected to this Kazarian Jew that I've been trying to warn people about forever because they're not they're not the Sephardic Jew. They're not the one that, you know, we think about when, when we say, you know, you're supposed to love the Jews. Uh, there's a difference between that because what was pure Hebrew and what Scripture was talking about did not involve those that were involved with Babylonian Talmud and that kind of thing where they started being uh, bringing in really wrong teachings and pagan teachings, and that's one of the reasons that Jesus said to the Sadducees and, and uh, Pharisees, you know, you're a, your father the devil. They clearly were incorporating false information. I mean, we, we can take it back to that point, and Jesus was saying right there, you know, when you start adding this and adding this stuff to the mix, it's false information. It's not true information, and that's how they were changing the world, even starting back in Jesus' day when he was starting to point his finger, you know, at what was going on. So when you bring it forward to today, whenever – we, we all three know this. When we started trying to expose this a long time ago, their, the term that they had put out in the media for a very, very long time was conspiracy theory. So whenever we would try to tell a truth, they would come along and say, oh, they're crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. There's no science behind that. And they would literally make us look like we were idiots. So in doing that, it would make people who were maybe interested in our work turn away because they didn't want to take the time to do the research that we were doing and exposing it, uh, which is a great way of propaganda to get people to believe a lie because the very people who are telling the truth there's more than one saying, pointing the finger, oh, those people are conspiracy theory people. And now you look at the science behind it, and that's one of the reasons when I've tried to do my work, I've tried to bring the science in with the scriptures so that you can clearly see that there's not, um, this is not conspiracy, that it's really, really real. And I think one of the biggest things that I had to deal with when I first started exposing the UFO phenomena, which is now called the unidentified aerial phenomena, that, you know, when you start talking about UFOs, everybody would laugh. Well, I, okay, we get on national TV, um, what, a couple of months ago, and you've got, you've, you've got people in, in the military, the, the naval intelligence people, the directors of all that stuff, standing for Congress, showing them pictures and specifically saying to American people on TV, these things are everywhere. We're seeing them every day. They are not... We know they're not part of our allies. You know, we don't know whether our adversaries have this kind of technology. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If China had that today, they would own us. I mean, there would be no waiting, and no, and neither would if it was North Korea or if it was Russia. So it clearly tells you that every country in the world is forming a task force because these things are being seen daily. The more technology we've had with infrared <clears throat> and the ability to look into radar and radar uh, mapping and that kind of stuff, you can clearly see that these things are real because it's not just the naked eye seeing them. We're getting them actually in uh, other technology, and, it's, and it's, it's proving that they are there. So you can't fake that. You can't call it conspiracy theory. But yet, you know, people that don't keep up with this, if I make a comment somewhere and they say, oh, you, do you believe in UFOs, really? And I'm like, 
Yes, I do. I've been doing this research for a very long time. And if you have been paying attention, this information is quite prevalent now right in our military. You need to go and look at some of the footage. And clearly, we cannot defend ourselves from something that's there. But the way that they played everything to this point, and they're really good at it. Satan's very good. You were very correct a while ago when you said if it says for us to be as wise as serpents. If you do not know your enemy, you are in big trouble because any good general that is heading up an army, strategic plans is to learn how the other people are thinking so that therefore you can buffer or figure out their next move. But unfortunately, by calling people like us conspiracy theorists and not listening to what we've said for so long, because we've been doing this a long time, all three of us, people have fallen short of being on their guard. Well, now it's so much of it that, like I mentioned earlier, it's leading to mental health problems, it's leading to divorces, it's leading to people, their children doing crazy things, it's leading to all kinds of issues that clearly cannot be turned around. I mean, I've never met so many people in the last couple of months that I clearly think is separating the wheat from the tares. There are people who are going through divorces, and it's, it's weird stuff, and they're going through things and changes in their um, their children. And, and it's clearly that they're getting indoctrinated into the school system and certain practices. Kids that young can't phantom what it means to be able to choose between their sex, whether they want to be a girl today or a boy tomorrow. There's so much inundation of false news that people can't make wise decisions. And if you have not been following and reading, like you said, your Bible, you are going to be totally caught up in this deal to take that mark of the beast. And you don't want to miss the first boat out of here. When that catching away happens, which you know is people call the rapture, you want to be in that group leaving here because you do not want to have to go through what you were talking about, John, while ago. It's going to be unreal. There's not even words to describe oh, it. Oh yeah, no, it's multiple phases of ugly. Um, you know, Jesus said when all these things happen, it's the beginning of sorrows. Well, all these things are now happening, so we're definitely in the beginning of sorrows. I don't know about y'all, but I've told people this for years. The Bible is an understatement. The Bible is a perpetual scripture by scripture, 31,102 verse, Texas, Textus Receptus, versions of the Bible. It is an understatement. So what happens is when Jesus said this is the beginning of sorrows, it's like, dude, you don't want to be here. For the sorrows, right? Okay, you don't, and that's and that's only taking you up to the day of the Lord, which which I it, after many years of study and 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 stuff, I know as a fact happens to occur in the midst of the sixth seal in Revelation six twelve through seventeen, because we are not appointed to wrath, First uh, Thessalonians one nine, and uh, Revelation six seventeen, which is the end of the day of the Lord, says, and the day of His wrath has come. And who is able to stand? Right. So 
so that means the the 3.5 years, 1260 days, times times half a dime, uh, you know, whatever for the great tribulation kicks off at the beginning of the first trumpet. So that's a whole nother level of horrible, ugly. We're talking about otherworldly mm. beings, some sent by God for crying out loud to punish the unrighteous. You know, you know. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Some people will have the seal of God on their forehead and they won't get stung by the locusts, but I don't know about you. I don't even want to be here for that noise. And then that doesn't yeah. even take into consideration the sorrows period, which comes before right. the day of the Lord. So there's like three phases of ugly that get progressively ugly that, that basically make, you know, Stephen King look like he missed the mark. <laughs> yeah. Zen, <laughs> I know you know about this stuff, too. Well, again, you know, this stuff has been prepared for a very long time, and it is all now being implemented. Uh, and then the whole thing with, you know, the um, January 6th and even with what they're doing to Alex Jones with the, you know, the Sandy Hook lawsuit and all that, uh, they're they're making conspiracy theorists look uh, just utterly ridiculous um Enemies and the they're state. making anybody mm-hmm. exactly and they're making anybody that would even consider uh looking into you know quote-unquote conspiracy theorists um they are stopping them the it, automatic obstacles the bars are in their mind you know they don't even want to go there um, and so yeah, everything as far as the control mechanisms, it, it's all brainwashing. It's all uh, instituted to where, you know, they they don't even have to really police us because we're policing ourselves. And, and this is all just another aspect of uh, the matrix that people are living in. You know, the, the control grid is all around us and it's deeply embedded into our minds and into our behaviors and people are basically sheep Uh, they are not leaders they follow and they will you know follow one sheep over the edge of the cliff if that's the direction they're going you know and it's unfortunate because you know as the scriptures declared we're we're at the beginning of sorrows and people don't even have any idea of what's coming or even what's up right now and it's um it's sad because you know the whole theme of my people are killed for lack of lack of truth you know the truth is even though it is increasingly harder to find especially if you're using Google or YouTube or Facebook or one of those um, sites that is completely compromised um, and has been expunged because, you know, like every, it seems that almost every day we have videos being deleted off of our playlists and they're, they are expunging everything 
when it comes to truth and alternative truth, um, they're hiding it. They, it's not even available anymore. Like the web has mm-hmm. been completely turned upside down. Then good is evil, evil is good. Um, you know, there's now even people, I don't know if you guys have heard of the whole MAP acronym or whatever, the minor attracted people. People are openly declaring themselves as having this orientation, which, you know, uh, I'm glad because at least it gives people a heads up that this person is a pedophile, you know. Uh, But they are proud to be evil and proud to be aligned with it. And it's like it's some, you know, that you get brownie points for uh, saying, oh, I'm LGBTQ or or whatever. Um, it, yeah, everybody, the, the, I guess it's the whole rainbow thing, you know, that's been taken over uh, by this community. But, yeah, things are extremely weird. And um, we are definitely heading down that road where... Um, as Alice Bailey said in her whole 10-point plan, um, abomination is being normalized across the board. And mm, legislators I, are supporting this agenda as well. Sure. Uh, of course. And, 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 and I would say that we're not heading down the road. We are jettisoning off the top of Niagara Falls. Right. <laughs> but anyway. <Yeah. laughs> But, Joy, did you want to go ahead and put in the closing comments for tonight and maybe uh, uh, wrap it up with a prayer for us tonight? I'd be glad to. I, you know, it's really a concern to me because I, I see so many people suffering. I literally see families being destroyed. I see families being uh, in, in serious situations. I see marriages just, just falling apart um, because of evil, and it is nothing but evil. And, and like Zen was saying, they have this proudness, you know, that they are different and it's okay to be different or to be able to lie and get away with it and just, you know, not have any condemnation. People do not feel any condemnation. If you don't have any condemnation, then you are not going to seek any kind of salvation. And churches are hurting. I mean, you see that recently there was a poll about young people that was done, and they were saying that half of them didn't believe in Jesus, and then uh, the same amount did not attend church. So we're losing um, the foundation of what religion is all about. I always believe it, is, it says at the end of the days that we are the generation like the days of Noah. And, you know, there was only eight souls that were really uh, okay to put on an ark. And so I think the wheat and the uh, tares are being separated, and I think that there's going to come a time when that that line is drawn in the sand. There is no other souls to save. I, and personally, I think that the ones that are already in, in the field with Satan, that whatever we do, we cannot save them. I think their minds are already becoming seared. And I think the only reason that, that Christ has not already returned is because there's some people riding the fence between the two pastures. And he's trying to get us, you know, that we're, we're trying our very best in what we do to reach out to those people on the fence to bring them into the pasture with God. And I think that once that fence riders are either separated out and they either go into the the pasture of Satan or into the full pasture of God, that there's not that many people left. I just don't feel that there's going to be a great reawakening of um, religion. I think we're seeing the falling away, 
and that it's very close. And it does concern me because I love people and I love their souls. And that's something that we as watchmen have been destined to do in our life is to try to do what you and and, uh, and Zen and I have been trying to do, John, and that is reach the point of a person's soul to make them stop and think about what's really going on. So, you know, tonight uh, I'd like to, to, you know, invite people to come to know Jesus. If you're listening or you're going to listen in the future, at a later date to this, if you're not listening tonight, it still applies. And I would like for you just to bow your head with me, and let's just do a uh, confession of faith and a prayer that if you are seeking to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that this might give you a template because you can add and do whatever. There's, there's nothing that's written in stone about how you go about asking Jesus to come into your life, but we'll just use this as a template. And then I just ask that you follow up with a pastor or get into church or start reading your Bible and getting to know what is truly the Word of God because we are living in the end of days and this is only going to get worse. There is nothing going to get better. So if you'll join me in prayer, and just you can repeat after me if you'd like to do that. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus Christ is your only begotten Son. I believe he came down to our earth in the flesh and died on the cross to take away all of my sins and the sins of this world. I believe Jesus Christ rose from the dead on the third day to give us all eternal life. Lord Jesus, I now confess to you all the wrong and sinful things I have ever done in my life. I ask you to please forgive me and wash away all of my sins by the blood that you personally shed for me on the cross of Calvary. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. I ask that you come into my life and you save me for all eternity. Through your Holy Spirit, I now believe that I am truly saved and born again. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. Powerful. Powerful. That was so scriptural and so on target. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so real. And so anybody that does pray that prayer, even if you want to hit the rewind button and download this as an MP3 and pray it a couple of times, spend time on your knees. Let me tell you something, folks. Jesus and our Heavenly Father wants in intimacy so if you pray that prayer and you go right into the church what you're going to lose is intimacy that's a bad thing so you want to start by getting on your knees in the dark and talking to him about every little concern everything you're worried about turn it over to him lay it at the foot of the cross because god has not given us a spirit of fear only satan has He has given us instead a spirit of power 
and of love and of a sound mind, which means we don't get all discombobulated about all the weird, creepy reptilian dribble that's coming off of our TVs. We spend time in the Bible, and we learn where we are and get ready for departure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh, Zen Garcia. Praise God. Real quick, since we're an OT anyway, uh, did the two of you wanted to go ahead and share with folks um, where they can go to get more information? I know you got a lot going on, Zen. I know you do, too, as well, Joy. So go ahead and let people know. Uh, you can find my you can find my work at www.drjoy.com and you can also go to my website uh, there and it's a submission form if you'd like to send anything to me there at Dr. Joy and that's Dr. Joy Joy with an e.com and then you can also go to my Facebook page and it's J O Y E the last name is Pew P U G H please friend me there and you can follow all the work that I'm doing uh, and also private message me with any information that you'd like to share with me or any questions you might have because I do an AMA show once a month at the end of the month, the last Monday night on YouTube from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. And you can keep up with that uh, through my Facebook page as well. Then I also do an AMA um, once a month with my uh, daughter-in-law on our YouTube channels and Zen Garcia and our uh, other live broadcasts, Revolution Radio and uh, Truth Frequency Radio. Um, but you can find all of my books and Dr. Joy's books at sacredwordpublishing.com as well. And I will have a new book released within a month on the uh, Holy Spirit wisdom being the feminine aspect of the Godhead, which is the whole new revelation that I've been working on for a very long time now. And um, so I'm uh, in, you know, very excited for this book to come out. My last two books uh, have been, you know, a lot of people are very interested in them as well. There is a uh, two-book series on the antediluvian world, uh, the pre-Adamites in the antediluvian world and the Second one, the Dragon Lords, the Antediluvian Kings, and there's been a lot of interest in the First World Age and um, the Atlantean mythologies and the cultures that established all the Cyclopean megalithic structures and all of that. And so, all that is covered in those. And um, I've done a lot of books on a lot of issues and a lot of topics, and you can all. Find them there again at sacredwordpublishing.com. And uh, we appreciate you, John. Praise God. Thank you so much for another powerful show. It's amazing what we can get accomplished in one hour. Hallelujah. That's got to be the Holy Spirit. So anyway, thank you again for joining us tonight. I, I praise Jesus that by a, by a miracle of God that everything seems to be working well with the program, and that was a long, arduous journey. But anyway, we just thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Joy and Zen, for joining us again. We can't wait to get together with you again, and I mean it, uh, you know, um, a month from now. And I pray that you have a supernaturally protected week by the holy fire of God and the angels of a war 
that we can get to protect us throughout the, the, the you know, throughout our walk. And um, uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. We'll see you at Wednesday night, 7 p.m., Lord willing. Thank you both. God bless you. I love you guys. Love you all, love you too. all too. Be blessed. Take care. Good night. Hang in there. Heads down. Heads Good down. <laughs> Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. We seek you with all our might. Sinners set the mercy of grace. Redeemed we are by your grace. Praise his holy name. Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure until you come back for your bride to set her free. Write our names in your book of life. We are cleansed through your hope. I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory.